tonight on the news. With gas prices soaring and the economy in the toilet, tune in to find out why anyone who buys NFTs is gay. And in an exclusive follow-up, how come all the NFTs are monkeys? That is a good question. <laughs> why are they all monkeys? I am, Is it just one guy? I am, It is just one guy. I'm disappointed in you that you didn't go... Uh, different route with monkeys in the news after nope. me. I had an idea in my head and I stopped myself from doing it. Cause, because after last week's opening statements on Israel getting us demonetized, I didn't want opening statements about monkeys. What's to get crazy? Because I don't know. I guess like there's there's been like a, a paradigm shift in the world. Oh. That that actually got us super monetized. <laughs> so we get, like, we're we going to triple the money. Yeah, we're going to give you a little extra for that. You know, so, you guys aren't cool. saying anything that's not true. Here's a little extra. <laughs> you guys were doing nothing but reporting the news the, as advertised. The news. So yeah, they gave us they gave us a little bump. So uh, we're millionaires now. So we can stop watching fucking movies. Yeah. This. Okay, I'm. I, we're far enough in that I am comfortable saying this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst decision of our You lives. better buy the prettiest gear I've ever seen with this money. Well, it's going to be your gear, but better because it's a snow leopard. <laughs> Jury's out. Well, we'll find out, won't we? We will find Walking out. Walking around tail, show tail, <laughs> butt plug tail. No. Because it's in the wrong spot. Because it's in the wrong spot. It's too low. Look, I'm all, all... <laughs> For shoving things in your ass. <laughs> okay, first of all, you don't need to scream. <laughs> Look, that's not the issue. But I am I am a uh, physiological accuracy man first, mm -hmm. and shoving things up your ass man second. You're a BPB? And <laughs> a butt playboy? <laughs> and never the twain shall meet. Look, put, look, get... Meet meet me halfway. Get a get a tail in the proper place and shove something else up your ass. <laughs> Everybody wins. Okay, get get a proper tail. Use the other end to shove up your ass. Sure, sure. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you want to get poop all over your tail. I was gonna but... say. I don't. I don't know if I'd be putting my tail in my ass. Well, desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> it's true. Uh, modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> Our dads didn't have to worry about sticking tails up their asses. Hey, Dad, when, when, when you were my age, what, what, how did you guys handle putting tails in your asses? Was it different when you were young, Dad? Dad, back when you were in the war, how did you feed your hungry butt? <laughs> feed me. Too bad that Little Shop of Horrors isn't this one. Ah, there is there is a a musical in this one, but there's no uh, flower blowjobs. No flower blowjob, but there is a man-eating plant. There is a man-eating plant. So not bad. There's been some weird, like uh, crossover stuff with uh, some of the movies, which I don't think, well, especially because different people picked them. Yeah, uh, didn't intend it, but if, uh, I definitely found myself writing this week, like, hey, this is the second one of this extremely specific yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's very accurate. Uh, what else? We had, I guess, some uh, corrections and omissions from last week. One is, well, this is 
I guess an omission, not a correction, uh, was Angel's Kiss related. Angel's Kiss. Which is your preferred terminology. And No, it's not. I just think it's more adorable than, yeah, it's, uh, it's very than, funny. than cum swapping or snowballing. Yeah, but um, yeah. Snowballing is also kind of cute. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah. But it, it comes up a lot easier in searches than Angel's Kisses. I still don't know why Angel's Kiss didn't come up as well as... Like, it should be a million hits. Yeah. Unless there's, like, a, a, a all-girl Irish uh, girl group called, like, Angel's Kiss, and nobody knew that it Ooh, meant... Ooh, they're, to... like, a, a bewitched cover band? Yeah, I, oh, I like it. It's, yep. it's a real uh, submission sorority situation. <laughs> they they only sing Say La Vie, right? That was their only fucking song. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> name another hit. Wish I could. I mean... Did, huh. I was going to say, did I have the album? My sister had the album, but it was in my house. Uh, so I definitely heard other songs by them. But uh, it was uh, B Star B Star Witched. Right? Hey, I got a B Star for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's what I've shoved my tail into. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we got for singles? Singles. Uh, I hope. Th- I hope it is a one-row chart of well, singles. Well, it depends what what you're looking at here. Like it's. I, I get. I bet they had Irish singles. Yeah, U.S. They had. Yeah, yeah La Vie and follow then, up. What was their follow up? And their follow up was Roller Coaster. Roller Coaster <laughs> of Love. That might have been them. I think that was them. I think um, Bewitched sang lo- Love Roller Coaster. <laughs> Damn the I the Red Hot Chili Peppers suck, correct. But their cover of that song from Beavis and Butthead to America, pretty fucking sick. Yeah, it's all right. It's a good song. It's fine. There's not the this th- that definitely is the last bit of uh, talking about somebody's taste in music on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> no more talking about things, musicians or artists that only one person loves. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You. That uh, you love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love, even R- though they're only okay. I love or RHCP. Bad. No, yeah. I they I do not care for them. You don't like them. I hate them. Yeah, no. I thought I thought. You yeah, didn't. no. I absolutely. Know, hate them. Yeah. I don't. I don't care for that kind of music. Yeah. I, I, I like. I like very specific. Are... I like. I like their cover of "Love Roller Coaster." I like. Uh, what I'd like is the. I'd like to hug and kiss you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Wow, that's and so much better. That might be it. I'm <laughs> uh, not a big uh, Californication. Uh, ah, th- uh, sorry. The other one I like is John Daly's fake Red Hot Chili Pepper song, Abracadabra California, <laughs> 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 yes. which people thought was a real was. Uh, OK, anyone who thought it was real and is a Chili Peppers fan, you you have to go to the camps now like you. you <laughs> You, if you're so stupid, well, no, no, it's not. It's actually, it's not even your fault. It's the Chili Peppers' fault. No, it's the children that it's are the wrong. Children that are wrong. The Chili Peppers are so bad that John Daly's joke parody of them <laughs> made actual fans yeah. think it was real. That's how much the real band sucks. I wonder how many fans we're losing right now. Do we got uh, a lot of Pepperheads in the? Is that legitimately what they're called? I don't think it is, but I do think it is a Tim Heidecker slash John Daly joke. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds right. From like Comedy Bang Bang or something. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. 
Uh, I, I would imagine that there's good, we're going to get some some hate for it. Like defend there's, them. There's definitely people who like, like defend them. I dare you. It's like we've always said. Like every movie is somebody's Someone's favorite, favorite movie. movie. So like every band that you hate is somebody else's favorite. Band. Like there's a reason why they're selling out venues and yeah like someone's going to that yeah uh scum is going to that yeah 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 absolutely uh I, early 2010s uh ring of honor heel faction scum yes we're talking Re- reno scum not reno scum no. that's mid to late 2010s uh also impact. west coast and impact they were in impact for a while good for them good for them you know what you guys are doing all right <laughs> Uh, Scum was... What do you got? Kevin Steen? Jimmy Jimmy Jacobs? Jacobs, Cliff Compton? That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, Steve Carino? Yeah, Steve Carino? BJ Whitmer? Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to look it up. I didn't watch a lot during that time. Uh, Who did? Who did? Yeah. That's the end of the show. Drew's gonna Drew's gonna look up scum for the rest of the, rest of the show. I'm gonna look it up and then I'm not gonna tell you what I find. The uh, while Drew's looking that up, the other big correction and omission to discuss uh, is regarding last week's uh, Jinro the Wolf Brigade, where the ending was too ambiguous for both of us because I went through a whole roller coaster on the ending of love. Of love. Do you, do you have scum for me before I get into it? I do. It? Uh, yeah, so Steen, Carino, Compton, Jacobs. Yeah, we got those. Jimmy Rave. Rave, all right. Is he, is he yep. dead yet? Yep. All, all his limbs fell off and then he died. And then he died. Rhett Titus. King. Love, uh, love machine. Uh, Rhino. Rhino. And for a very brief period of time, Matt Hardy. Hmm. Good stuff. Good group. One of the best. One, one of the all-time best. <laughs> Scum. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that. Uh, so, Jinro. So, here's... Here was my roller coaster for the Jinro ending. Um, Your roller coaster of love. <laughs> when, I, when I first watched it, I thought the guys in the bunker... Shot her. Me too. But it, but I wasn't sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. But I, I wasn't sure. Sure, sure. And then I read a plot summary that said Fuse shot her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, Fuse shot her. And then when we recorded, you said the guys in the bunker shot her. I'm like, okay. Th- then Drew Drew must know something I don't know. So I'll go with that. And then we were. Both corrected <laughs> uh, by Leo Larkin, who recommended the movie in the first place, saying, no, it was, in fact, Fuse or sh- who shot her. And the guys in the bunker were, were going to shoot both, both of them, them. Yeah, if, if he, he didn't, didn't do the right thing. Which, yeah. And that does make more sense for the story. Like, Fuse yeah. shooting her reinforces the wolf's gonna wolf yeah. uh, theme of the movie. Yeah. So that does make sense. But the way it was done, like... Cause, because like it's shot like only their upper bodies are shot and he's got the gun low and yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was very hard to tell what the deal was but yeah story wise it does make more sense that uh, that our hero shot an innocent woman 
Well, she was being annoying. So <laughs> you know what? In she his, was kind of asking. In for his it. defense, she was being annoying. She was being <laughs> annoying. <laughs> and if there's one thing I've learned, when women are annoying, you can shoot them. <laughs> and um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. That all, oh, we had mentioned the director of it, who had been like a key guy on some other big stuff, but the writer of Jinro like created Ghost in the Shell. And right, uh, right. and some other big things, and was like, and was more than like a key animator. He he literally like created it. So I I think that was the the Jinro stuff. Forgiven us, please. Forgiven us, please. Sumimazan. Um, Stick it in my asshole. Unless it is uh, the tail plug, because <laughs> that is uh, anatomically. Incorrect. I I like Jushin Thunder Liger uh, wanting it in his asshole, Stick but it. as but as long as it's not a tail butt plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of the greatest things we've ever seen in our entire lives. We saw a Japanese wrestling legend, legend, all time legend, arguably best junior heavyweight of all time, Jushin Thunder Liger. On a PWG show in Reseda, California, say in a multi-man comedy tag match. In broken English. In broken English. Stick it in my asshole. <laughs> it was... To, it, to, to Tommaso Ciampa. To, yeah, to uh, recent NXT world champion Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, a magical time. Magical time? In Very all funny. of our lives. Uh, who back when we were friends with everyone we went with? Yeah, uh, who won that tournament? He's uh, oh, it's vacant. <laughs> vacant won the vacant tournament. won the tournament. Won the tournament. It, it was what, a three way between uh, Trevor Lee, Trevor Lee, uh, Will, Will, Will Young, William Osprey, and vacant and vacant and, and vacant, vacant came out and vacant pulled it off. Yeah, vacant got it. Good for him. I mean, him. Vacant is the greatest world champion of all time. He does have more reigns than anyone else. He's, Ric Flair, fuck him. John Cena, get out of here. Vacant. Vacant. <laughs> I mean, it's a dumb joke the internet makes all the time, but uh, no, that would be uh, my my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Skrull. <laughs> Literally a man who I based a lot of my wrestling appearance off of for about four years. Wrestling appearance, some moves. Personal life. Personal life. It's funny, he was your hero, and then after the news came out, he was even more of mm-hmm. your hero. If he'd gotten away with it. <laughs> that is the great tragedy. We never, we don't get to hear <laughs> We don't um, get to hear about the guys who got away with it, <laughs> who, who are the real heroes. <laughs> we only hear about the the dumb dumbs who got caught. Isn't that like the the great irony of life? The great irony of life. And like, it, it goes to everything. Get away with it, nobody ever knows. It, yeah, it, what it a disappointment. Even, it even go. It, it goes beyond uh, <laughs> sexually assaulting underage drunk girls. Like, we don't know, we probably don't know who, like, the greatest serial killers of all no. time are. No. And we never will. We never Because they're so good. We never, ever One will. could be in this room right, right now, now, and we'd sadly never know. Nope. Nope. Yeah. It, it makes is, me sad. That is the great disappointment of life. 
That's the only reason I want there to be an afterlife. Mm. Just so I can get like a couple answers on things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like who like who was putting up numbers serial killer wise <laughs> that that I don't know about because I would like to know about that. Yeah. But that, that that's about it. Who in history has had intercourse with the most children? Yeah. And why is it exclusively members of the Clinton crime family? <laughs> crime family. <laughs> Which I will exclusively refer to them as since last our new favorite movie from last week, The Scary of 61st. Yep. Grammatically sound title, yep. <laughs> The Scary of 61st. Scary. I'm like, maybe they'll explain it as it goes on. Maybe they'll say the title a bunch. I don't like it when they don't say the title. Me neither. Because I'm like, is this even the movie? Uh, a couple of them said it this time. A couple did. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to go through right now and see who said it. That is a very funny thing to know about yourself. That, like, man, I've probably had sex with the most children of anyone <laughs> of ever. anyone ever. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's probably, like, ever is probably Alexander the Greater Genghis Khan. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, but modern times. Bill Clinton. Modern times. Bill yeah. Clinton. It's just Bill Clinton. <laughs> And good for it. Okay, who said that? <laughs> good for it. <laughs> <laughs> they said it in the one. Yeah. They said it in Jumanji. Yeah. They said it in Life Itself. Yeah. They did not oh. say it in either Black Christmas. Uh, no, because that's not the point of the movie. It's not sad. Uh, they said it in the Calamari Wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Did they say the Phantom of the Paradise? No. 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 They said them separately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did they say Drunken Master 2? <laughs> <laughs> or the, the legend of Drunken Master? Uh, they definitely no. said Drunken Master. Yeah. Did I don't think they said Army of One. No. No. They didn't, uh, they didn't say Extra because th- th- what? Th- what it wasn't anything. Oh, I'm going to tell you what it is. When we get to that Oh, movie, do you know? Because okay. I don't know yeah, what yeah, Extra is. Yeah, yeah. Did, I don't know if I missed something. No, okay. Did. I did miss something. Yeah. Okay. Good. And Happiness, they say. More than half. More Pretty than good. Half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are we going to try to do this in one shot? Yeah, we're going to try and do it in one three-hour episode. We are starting it at 2.45 p.m. Yeah. And we are expecting to be done at 5.45 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> 6 a.m. Tuesday. <laughs> oh, P.S. Uh, you're listening to this on what? Monday the... 14th? Yeah. Yeah. You have until end of day, Tuesday the 15th. You got one day from now if you're listening to it on release day. And then hashtag time's up. Never been used before. Latecomer special. 50 bucks for a movie. You want in? You can squeeze in. But barely. You pass the test. But barely. You know what you got? F+. If you want to make episode 4... A three-parter because if you want to record for yeah. eight hours. If you want to ruin episode four, be our fucking guest. <laughs> you are invited to fuck us yeah. big time. 50 bucks, US, paypal.me, slash not Scott Hansen. Link in my Twitter bio and the YouTube description. And my Twitter is also at not Scott Hansen. And Drew's Twitter. I don't have Twitter. Drew doesn't have Twitter. Anymore. Uh At Soft. Pause. Drew got... And you can follow me on Letterboxd under the same thing. Same thing. Drew got banned from Twitter for posting too much tail plug porn. Yeah. I'm all about that tail plug. No. I'm not, actually. You're... 
You're not, because we, we wouldn't be friends otherwise. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that honestly a deal breaker. That's why we're not friends with so many people. True. Like, little known fact that a large percentage of the population has a tail plug fetish. <laughs> And that's why we're that's why we're the alternative. We're taking a stand. Yeah, we're alternative. That's why. Plugs. That's why we're the alternative right. <laughs> yeah. If, if Look, okay, if okay. Plugs... Let's let's break it down. Are we alternative? Yes. Are we right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're not wrong. We're not wrong. We're the alt right. We're not wrong. That's yeah. I got you. It's been a long time since we've announced this as the number one, God. the number one alt right wrestling podcast on yep. iTunes. That takes me yep. back. Yep. Yep. Feels good. Feels good when it, when we'd say that and two of the four of us would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the two that are still here. It is the two that are still here. The survivors. The Lone Survivor, starring Mark Wahlberg. Tough. Starring Barbara Walters. Barbara Barbara. <laughs> Directed by the incomparable Peter Berg. Hey, I'm a big Peter Berg man. What was he in that surprised me? Oh, 1989's Going Overboard, starring oh. Adam Sandler. Okay. Also, one of the worst motion pictures ever made. Yeah, it's bad. It's. Yeah. I, I remember renting it like at the height of my Adam Sandler love. And going, even as a pretty young 30-something, <laughs> going, this is unwatchable. Yeah. what What's worse, going overboard or Cabin Boy? Going overboard. Really? Oh, yeah. Because Cabin Boy is also really No, no. Bad. Revisit going overboard. Right. Uh, Adam had to watch it for his podcast. Oh, really? Because uh, Ralph the Movie Maker is a terrorist and recommended it. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, we watched some and then like fast forwarded more, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's disgusting. (laughs) Well, I, uh, I'm not, I can't actively say that I've seen the whole thing. I've seen, see, that's the thing. I told him, I'm like, it's been a long time, but I have seen this and I don't need to see it again. And then Mm. about 25 minutes in, I'm like. I haven't seen any of this. I turned this movie off when I rented it. Yeah. Which is not something I did often. Like, I, no. I would, like, if I rented a movie, I'm watching that fucking movie. Yep. Especially, especially at the time with my favorite actor, Adam yeah. Sandler. Then, now, forever. Yeah. It's also weird he was in a movie that was like, that's pre SNL. Oh, yeah. It's weird. 89. It's really early. He's like, I, guess, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't be too harsh. He was 12 years old at the time. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess just like at, that, at any point, any comedian in the 80s could get, yeah. even if it was the end of the 80s, like could just get a movie. I think his character's name in the movie is Shecky Moskowitz, which is pretty sick. That sounds right. <laughs> that, that, that sounds that correct. checks out. Yep. Oh, Adam Sandler's going to have a Jewy name in a Jewy movie? Gee, surprise, surprise. <laughs> But yeah, Peter Berg. And I'm like, is that Peter Berg? <laughs> Peter Berg. And it was. It was weird. Uh, 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 billed as Pete Berg. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. He was Very an cute. actor before he was a director. I mean, yeah. He's he's the star of my favorite movie. Yeah. That. <laughs> Not that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Great. Great white hope. Great. Height, uh, great, white, great hype, baby. Great white so hype good. Is so good. How come nobody recommended that? How uh, come nobody recommended that? Or what was the other movie we were talking about a second ago? I'm like, why did no one? 
Cowboy. Now, be, before we got on to going over it, we mentioned some movie that was good, and uh, I'm like, yeah, you guys are you guys are bad at picking. Well, we up. had one last week too, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways. you should have recommended Great White Hype, is what I'm saying. You still can. 50 bucks. You still can for 50 bucks, 50 in bucks fact. And make us watch a movie we both like and want to watch again. Yeah. But if you don't give us $50, we're not going to watch it. We absolutely we're gonna We're going to uh, starve ourselves. We're going we're gonna to no nut November. I'll... The great, <laughs> great White Hype. I'll go as far as to say I will never watch The Great White Hype again. Wow. Unless someone wow. in the next 24 hours sends us 50 bucks. Jesus Christ. What do you think You're about gonna that? You're going to do that to him? You're going to blue ball him like that? I'm going to do that to him. No, they're doing it to you. They're, I, oh, yeah, you're I'm talking to them. You, yeah, you're going to blue ball them like that, you sons of bitches. You absolute monsters. Monsters. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just something to think about. You know what's not a good movie? Great White Hope. Not good. No. Boring as shit. Yeah. Because Damon Wayans wasn't it. <laughs> Damon Wayans wasn't it, yeah. Nor Jamie Foxx. Nor Jamie Foxx. Or, and his uh, Merlot Broham. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's a Merlot Broham. <laughs> Or Sam Jackson as Don King. Sam Jackson as Don King. John Lovitz in the mix. Yeah, always gay. More good Lovitz this week. Always gay. Always, for the second time, not. That, that was that was one of the things. No, yeah, I'm yeah. like, John Lovitz again, one with another great performance, two playing a straight again. Yep. Crazy. Playing a straight. <laughs> as if he only plays gay. He is gay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's not always playing gay. He should. Gay should only play gay. Straight should only play straight. Men, cis men should only play trans. <laughs> Is that... That seems fair. That seems fair. Yeah. Listen, you're not bending the rules for everyone. Yeah. You're, you're going to make it straight, straight? We're not gender bending the rules. That's for sure. We're not fluid. Not fluid. I got some fluid for you. I don't like it. I'm still laughing at B Star Witch. <laughs> that, that one's going to get me through the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dumb joke that I like is uh, I always used to name my fantasy soccer teams because uh, there's a, a, a legitimate team called Red Star Belgrade. And so my team was always Brown Star Belgrade. I would also yeah. accept a Tail Star Belgrade. Or Tail Star. Yeah, Tail Star. Yeah, but yeah. Brown Star Belgrade. Was I feel like mine. we had a good little uh, Tailstar hip hop riff some months ago. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah on we one did. of the in your houses or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It definitely good. got us a good. Uh, that was good stuff. A good, a good chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the one, two thousand one, brought to us by Dead Sane, uh, friend of the show, Dead Sane? I had seen it. I hadn't a long ass time ago, and I was like. I don't know if I need to really like rewatch it because like I remember like some of it. Can or we more, agree? Like, good. Uh, I remember like enough of it that I can like write notes, and then when we yeah. read the synopsis, it'll be good. But uh, then I was like, no, fuck it, I'll rewatch. Like I, I, I think it's pretty fun. And it was the right choice. Oh goddamn, it's so much fun. <laughs> so this is very much uh, like a rat race from last week. Where yes, you've yeah. seen it. You go, hey, I'll maybe skim through it to refresh. I'm like, oh, I'm watching this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both movies from 2001. Coincidence? Maybe 2001's the best year for movies. Maybe 2001's the best year, period. It is. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, the second half. Let's, let's name all the cool things that, that happened in 2001. Uh, the first uh, George W. Bush State of the Union. Yep. Um, someone, someone who looks like me but is obviously much older graduated high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... There was a real so shortage was like, of was... pilots. <laughs> we... <laughs> we lost some of our best men that day. 
<laughs> the Diamondbacks won the World Series. Diamondbacks, yeah, Arizona, yeah, yeah. Backed by Randy Johnson. Pretty happy I could pull that. Kurt Schilling. Oh, did he not? He wasn't. No, he wasn't Sox yet. Um, I, th- I feel like he was a Philly before he was yeah, a Sox. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he was definitely on the Diamondbacks. Okay. But, uh, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, two thousand one roster. This is what you guys tuned in for, right? Yeah, they, they love sports. Uh, let's see. I think we, we got, got the baseball. We last got week your too. Miguel Bautistas. You've got your Randy Johnsons. You got your Byung Young Kim. Uh, you got your Mike Moeller. You got they, they let Koreans Kurt, in in two thousand one. Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling uh, won a World Series with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Good on him. Good for them. Good for them. Also, that uh, for any one of my uh, Washington friends, uh, state, not uh, government, uh, that is the last year that your beloved Seattle Mariners made the playoffs. Even made the playoffs? Bitches. 21 years? 21 years. Damn. They have have one of the longest uh, droughts in any major uh, professional sport. And we're not even talking winning the World Series, which they have never Never done. done. But making, making the, the play playoffs. the first round the of the playoffs. Yeah. Sad. Yep. Or or even like just being a wild card team. Yeah. Yeah. Just winning a game. Yep. Doing something other than going zero and hundred and sixty two. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh haven't won a game since the first Bush administration. Correct. Uh this was also the year that the uh the Colorado Avalanche mm. won their second uh, Stanley Cup. They'll always be the Nordiques to me. Good. You're you're supporting the wrong side. Big big Quebec supporter, me. Yeah. I've, I've Name vote, a player. I vote any player. For uh For the Quebec Nordiques. Oh the, the their goalie. Does that count? For the <laughs> Quebec Nordiques. Their goalie. Yeah. He was well known, wasn't he? Did no, you tell me. I, uh, You're thinking of Patrick Waugh. No, he played for the Canadians. Oh, okay, I'm not an idiot. Well, I don't know who the. Uh, hmm. God, <laughs> if you if you could pull this, I I don't even know what life is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the you're, you're not going to get it. I guess I'm not going no, to get they it. They don't have a big goalie. They did, they had some big players, but none are coming. I think they had a French named player. Yes, a famous French named player. The Quebec Nordiques had yeah. a famous French named player. I don't know. You don't always go to the team that's that true you're from, but uh, maybe back in the old days. But like their biggest players were the Stastny brothers. I wouldn't have got that. Uh, they also had Owen Nolan. They Owen had, Nolan, they had I know. Joe Sackick. Sackick. They had Peter Forsberg. They had. I think I was thinking Forsberg. Jocelyn Thibault. No. Was their goalie. Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow was their goalie. Multi-sport superstar. Multi-sport superstar. Three sports Baseball, superstar. football, hockey. Maybe wrestling. Maybe wrestling. Who knows? Gronk did it. You gonna <laughs> let Gronk be better than you, Jesus boy? He's the lo- He was one of the longest reigning 24-7 champion. That's true. He still probably is. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> the lineal 24-7 champion. 2001, I was uh, fresh-faced. Uh, what's second, what's uh, your, your second year of high school in America? 
sophomore. sophomore. I was a sophomore in high school. Can we talk about how much I fucking hate that? How whenever they say those names for high school or college, I have to like do math in my yeah, head yeah. to figure out. So how fucking old were you? What year was it? Y- yeah. So here's what you do. You just don't learn them. And then when people say it, you, you go, oh, okay. Oh, great. Cool. What was that seventh year? Like in, in what universe are freshman, sophomore, junior, senior easier than numbers? Easier than grade 9, 10, 11, 12? Or first, second, third, fourth year university? I hate it. America? I fucking hate it. I hate it too. And junior always throws me because junior sounds early, earlier. Like but it's the one. second last. I, uh, fuck off. I didn't invent Seriously, it. Seriously, fuck off. All right. I'll fuck Drew, you <laughs> fuck you. off. Also, your hair is wild. Is, right is there a crazy thing? <laughs> crazy things. I, see, normally I'm a night showerer, yeah. but I had too many movies last night, <laughs> so I did a morning shower. <laughs> How many did you panic watch yesterday? Enough. I, okay. I, enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about did it. Did I get through three last night? You did. Yeah. Did First you get through more? Uh, it was probably three. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh my god! But yeah, so I, I had a morning shower and directly post shower, I am very uh, fluffy and uh, and you're a fluffer. I'm a fluffer. Noted fluffer, yeah. Scott Henson. Uh, let's do. We immediately talk about the soundtrack for the one or I there's there's some uh, I got notes sprinkled in, but uh, yeah, yeah, we can. It's so good. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, also it's the same soundtrack as 2019's 19s. "The Death of Dick Long." One of them is ironic, or one of them is not. Yeah. Well, I mean, "Death of Dick Long" has like Nickelback, "Puddle of Mud," "Stained." Yeah, I, his ringtone I think is "Down with the Sickness." His, his ringtone is "Down with Sickness." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, this one, yeah, it like. It's got all of the hits of high school Drew, and I was very happy to hear all of them. Like, every action scene. Like, first one, drowning pool, bodies. Bodies. Next one, disturbed, down down with the sickness. sickness. Next one, Papa Roach, fucking last resort. That was the climax. Yeah, that that was the mountain jail fight. Yeah, the mountain jail fight was Papa Roach, last resort. And then the closing credits was another drowning Drowning pool's sinner. Sinner, yes. (laughs) Fucking... God damn right. Only thing it was missing was System of Down. Yep, I would take that. System of Down a little uh I could I could go for some POD. I can go yeah. for Alive yeah. by POD. POD. Yep. Um Is this a better Matrix 4? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a much better Matrix 4. It's also vaguely Highlander. Yeah, it is Highlander. Like it's it's, it's Highlander if every Highlander is Jet Li. Yes. Yeah, every Highlander is Jet Li, and time travel is very easy. Super easy. Because, like, in Highlander, it's like, you gotta wait for lightning bolts and... Yeah. Well, this one you sort of... moments in time. This one you sort of have to wait, but it's like every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a bus. It's like a bus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like sliders where you might be stuck there for a month. Think of your dick as a bus. Uh-huh. Because even a small bus is still a huge bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. my advice for all the guys out there. Uh, I don't know what made me think of this, but there's a very funny TikTok I have to show you later. That I is... love Drew. I I know you're a big TikToker. I love yeah. looking at TikToks. I know you do. Thank you. It's a it's a guy pretending to be Doctor Strange when no one's looking, <laughs> and uh, okay. it involves opening a portal here and opening a portal here and then walking forward. <laughs> I like it. 
I like it. Very I'm good. into it. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we start off with Jet Li, who... Don't worry, Jet. You're going to look like that for the rest of your life. You're definitely... Oh, what did they do to him? Not going to look horrible. What did they inject him with? Uh, he he must have had some kind of like crossroads demon situation where it's like, you're going to be really popular from 1997 to 2008. Uh-huh. And then it's all downhill it's from there. Fucking You're going to over. rapidly You're going age. to wither. Your body's going to quit on you. Is it a Dorian Gray situation? Did someone smash his portrait or something? Maybe. And that's he just not, ate, that, aged all at once? That's not the only Dorian Gray reference. It is not the only Dorian up. Gray yeah. reference. Look at you. Look at me. Look at you. Foreshadowing. Yep. Uh, so the first note I made is uh, Hank from Breaking Bad. Yeah, is little, the, uh, a young looking exactly the same <laughs> Dean Norris. Dean Norris is the like I guess he's like the main guard at this prison, and they're transporting Jet Li to uh, essentially to kill him. Right? I guess he's, he's going to the the chair that they use to like uh, send him. No, no, they the, send him to the prison. The prison chair. Yeah, the, the prison chair. Uh, I, yeah. So, but of course, being Jet Li, he's uh. Uh, the most badass and he this is where drowning pool's bodies come in and yep. i wrote the uh note drowning pool with 13 exclamation points nice. and then in all caps i wrote ftw with three or four exclamation points and then i just wrote <laughs> ah with five exclamation points and then badass with nine s's and eight exclamation points <laughs> That was my immediate, in real time reaction to hearing Drowning Pool Bodies. Very nice. <laughs> the theme Very song nice. for every WWF pay per view in 2001. Every <laughs> single one. 12 pay per views, 12 months, every single it's one. It's almost as if they commissioned Drowning Pool to write that song for them. <laughs> it might have been They're a They're like, commission. listen, we can only use ACDC so much and then also for the next 21 years. But what we need right now yeah. is a song about bodies, bodies hitting, hitting the, the floor. <laughs> and they delivered. Yep. And then that guy killed himself. Fucking killed himself. He hit he made the greatest song of all time. Where, where he can knew you that go from was, there? There was nowhere to go from there. Yeah. And he had to kill himself. <laughs> I believe his name was Dave Williams. Hopefully not our Dave Williams. Not our Dave Williams. Hopefully not Welsh Dave Williams. Well, I don't think we're ever gonna find out. There's no way to find There's out. There's no way to find out. Uh, also, I believe Drowning Pool was the very brief team name of Vampiro oh, Raven Muda? I think that was. I think it was the Deadpool. Ah, maybe it was the Deadpool. The Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, tell me about Dave Williams. <laughs> maybe Computer. It's not, maybe it's not Dave Williams. Oh, it is Dave Williams. Look at that. Nice. Good job. Uh, died in... 2002. Wow. He didn't even get to live through <laughs> his like major, the major parts of his life. Just bodies and out. 30 years old. Good age. Jesus Christ. I hope to, I hope to OD at 30 one day uh, in the distant future. He died from heart failure. He didn't even know OD. He fucking OD'd. Okay, fine. His heart exploded uh, from ODing. <laughs> Man, just reading through the uh, the Wikipedia for him, and it's just like references. Uh, Pantera, bam. Il Nino, bam. Ozfest, bam. <laughs> Hit Parader, bam. <laughs> like, man, what is this? Uh, my bedroom in 2002? <laughs> 
Uh, anyways, so um, that rules. So then, yeah, the, the we've got multiverses. There's multiverses, and so this Jet Li is being put on trial for murdering 123 alternate reality Jet Lees. Yes, which gives us some incredible wig work. Oh my god, they show a bunch of the other Jet Lees he's killed, and it's just this beautiful montage. Of Jet Li in silly wigs played 100% straight. And, and also, it's just the same picture. Yeah. It's a still photo of, like, a promo po- photo of Jet Li where they've just photoshopped on different wigs. So there's, like, Rasta Jet Li. Yeah. There's Ginger Jet Li. That and might then, have, like, that, Ginger might have been a favorite. He's got, like, freckles Freckles and, red and hair. his skin's white. Amazing. But then there's, like, the really fun, the thing that I thought was really funny was, like, they were very specific about this one's Korean. This one's yes. Vietnamese. This one's Chinese. This can, one's Japanese. He can play anything. This one's got dirty knees. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, my, he's, my, he's, a, he's a real Robin Wright in that he can play a Nazi, a victim, or a collaborator. <laughs> uh, I wrote uh, Highlander, but everyone is playing the correct race. <laughs> yes. You don't have a Scotsman playing a Spanish warrior yeah. and a and a Belgian playing uh, like a a, 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 a Belgian a Scot- playing someone Scotsman. who doesn't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, anyways, the this Jet Li it, so yeah, it is like Highlanders so when you kill yourself in an alternate reality, the remaining Jet Li's kind of like get the spread power of that. Yeah, there's like there's this much Jet Li power and it's distributed amongst it's distributed evenly amongst all the living Jet Li's. So the less living Jet Li's there are, there are, the more power each one has, which begs the question and kind of puts a giant fucking plot hole in this whole movie. Wouldn't that happen with every single person? Wouldn't there always be one who lived the longest and I think it might be if you have you, to if you, kill them. I think if you kill them, like that's the Highlander thing, right? The Hi- but they Highlander don't say that, but yeah, but I mean, it, I think it's just implied I think Highlander, it's sort of implied Highlander. <laughs> okay. I think you can kind of like, yeah, because you're right. If if like you got hit by a bus in your reality, then every other Scott Henson would just get a little bit stronger. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like I get stronger some days. Well, maybe that's what's happening. Could maybe be. you're the one. Maybe I'm the one, or maybe you're the Highlander. Could be. Yeah. Um, Am I Scottish slash Spanish? No, you're just Scottish. Yeah, I guess. You're Belgian slash Scottish. <laughs> or or just Indian. Um, <laughs> or just Indian. So this Don't ju- think I didn't notice the Indian flag in your tweet. I ignored it because... No, you liked it. You liked the tweet. Yeah, because I didn't want to start a whole oh, thing. Oh, well, whatever. But don't think I didn't notice it. <laughs> Okay? Yeah, well. I just want it on record. Okay. That I fucking saw it. <laughs> All right? Scott, be proud of your heritage. Um, so, this Jet Li... Although, course... maybe it's for the best you didn't put a Russian flag. <laughs> well, In hindsight? Yeah. yeah. That's I, true. Is there, is there a Siberian flag emote? Yeah, we looked it up, but there's no emote. But we, there, we looked at the flag. Yeah, the flag's cool. The flag's, it's all right. It's whatever. It's more interesting than Russia. You're Russia. I am Russia. I don't. Um, I guess I shouldn't say I'm pro Russia on this show. Probably not. I'm not. Um, uh, I'm, I, I'm not a uh, mayor of uh, Knox County, Tennessee, Glenn Jacobs, yep. who is staunchly pro Russia, which is pretty I was, funny. I was going to reference the uh, 
the 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 mayor of Mayor Town or whatever the what's the, the mayor what? of East Town? Mayor of East Town. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't even know the what that Kate is. Winslet type. I honestly don't even know what that is. I just know it's a show or something. It was an HBO miniseries. Mm. I think a, a kid probably died. A kid usually dies. Yeah, good. One less kid. One less better. kid. Even better. Uh, yeah, I mean the Siberian flag is uh, is whatever. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It just looks like the Russian flag, but with a thing in the middle and different colors. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It does look like the Russian flag, but with a thing in the middle and different colors. <laughs> well, I'm just explaining it the way people want to hear it. Okay, so uh, he, this Jet Li is, I mean, we don't know how many universes there are. Apparently 124. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess if he's killing every one of them, but yeah. th- how does he know for sure how many universes there are? Because there's 124. And he's killed 123, and we're yeah. down to two. We're down to two. I guess, so, no, 125? 125, yeah. 125. So there's, yeah. There's, I, like that the, I like that the multiverse decided on a round number. Yeah. 125. 125. Uh, so he, dur- during the drowning pool uh, Five fight cubed, scene, that's right. He, uh, he gets, he like, essentially, there's a, a big shoot 'em up where uh, another Jet Li... New Jet Li. ...is... Hiding inside the air ducts, and he murders that jetly. Yeah, and then uh, beats up a bunch of guards and escapes, and then beats, beats cop cars in a foot race. Beats cop cars in a foot race. Well, because he's cool. he's a hundred and twenty three times stronger than he was. Yeah, or I know, I guess less than that. He's a hundred and sixty one point five. Sorry, 61.5. Oh my god. Where's where's that crazy number from? Because it's divided between the two. Yeah. Sorry, yes. But so yeah, he's he's uh 61.5 times faster than he normally is, which in theory is faster than a car. (laughs) That is true. Right? Because if you can run 20 miles an hour and that's also if you can run 20 miles an hour, you're doing pretty good. But Uh, yeah, but he's a tiny he's a tiny Chinese man, of course he can. Sure. Um so he, Hold my close now, tiny Chinese man. <laughs> That's you could have used a different word and it would have been better, but it's also really racist. Oh yeah, I thought I thought about it. Um, so yeah, he escapes, and then the Hold uni- me close now, Chinese dancer. I guess works yes. better. He he's uh so the universe he's from, which is where the prison is, sends uh, two agents back to try and track him down, and it's a uh, Delroy Lindo and I- <laughs> Jason Statham. Yeah, I definitely had a just a note of Statham and Delroy question mark. Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation Great mark. Great team. Like, this is a sick team. And also, like, a pretty early on Jason Statham yeah. uh, role. Like, he had, a, he had a few, like, in the UK. He had his Guy Ritchie's, and that's his, about yeah, it. Yeah, like, but this is, like, his, uh, yeah. like, I mean, I guess this is this an is American coming out. film, but it's not really an American film. But um, they, yeah, so they, they chase him down. Um, there's uh, a bunch of bad CGI, especially during the transportation where they, uh, they catch him, and then they they so or he he's like trying trying to travel through a portal. Yeah, and then all three of them get sucked get through the sucked. portal. But it, it's, the the multiverse traveling is very funny. Very funny, but very bad. Oh yeah, 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 it's bad. Like they do like the the like just the fast, Star Trek, but like fast face shaking, like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 uh, scrambling their brains. Yeah, and then they all like transport to the like to the prison or the back to the prison world or whatever the fuck it is, and they're all just like rolling on the ground, hurting their their tummies hurt. They're oh, I'm a tummy. They're ROTFL. They're rolling on the floor. They laughing. are. Yeah, they're uh, Raffle Copter Simmonsing. Yeah. Uh... 
So yeah, then uh, what they do is they take this Jet Li. They're gonna put him on death row on on the the thing to send him to the prison to the, the prison world. Yeah. Uh, but then this like woman who is uh, Carla G- G- Gugino. Gugino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she she had a nice little three year run and then disappeared. Yeah, yeah. She uh so she's like secretly his girlfriend and she's got a plot to uh to free him. What do you think where, about this plot? Where she uh she attaches a, a syringe or like needle to the back of a mouse. Yeah. And the mouse has the biggest nutsack I've ever seen in my life. They all have that. Really? Rice rice and mats. You want to start again? Let's start okay? over. Let's start. Somebody cut that. Mice and rats have huge balls. I've never looked. You should look more. I don't want to. You're look. gonna. You're, you're gonna like what you see. <laughs> Why? I don't. Like the, I don't make the rules. You got giant dicks big, too, or I think they got like regular dicks proportionate to them, but like big balls proportionate Ooh, to them. I'd rather have it the other way. I don't know. I'd, uh, I, I, wanna... I, I would like a regular sized dick that makes huge cums. <laughs> I'm fine with that. No, I want a thick hog and no balls. <laughs> I want all the balls. What would be great is if you could have a big, a giant dick, but your balls are inside you. Perfect. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's great. Because then, like, everything that's down there is just dick, and there's no balls to, like, get in the way. Nothing's getting in the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I like that. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, she uses the mouse to help him escape. He uh, he then breaks out and fights everyone to disturbs down with the sickness. Yep. Uh, which I wrote disturbed in all caps. This soundtrack rules. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he he escapes and then we cut to him. Oh, and he jumps through a portal. Yeah. And then we cut to the final, the other final Jet Li, who the... they now they've recreated the entire opening scene. Where, like, they take the jelly out of the prison cell, they're taking him to the thing to send to the planet, but instead of it being Hank from Breaking Bad, it's good guy Jet Li. He's one of the guards. Who's a, who's a guard. And the prisoner's just some guy. And just some guy, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool to, like, just match the exact scene, yeah. but with him in the good guy position. Like, that was pretty yeah. cool. And uh, and multiverse-wise, the uh, this one is, like, our earth basically the way we knew the the first scene oh. was a different universe <laughs> yeah. was because we had president gore president Al making gore. an announcement on the telly and this one i was like oh god thank thank god we're back to bush universe oh, thank god we're oh. real president now, now i feel safe the good guy <laughs> the good president would would anything bad have ever happened if Gore was president. Like, would the world be like perfect now if Gore had like rightfully won the election? Would nine eleven have happened? Would a bunch of other shit happen? Would the would the Tea Party have risen that then turned into the alt right? Or would everything just sort of be nice now? Well, I mean, global warming wouldn't be a thing. Nope. Or he would try to not make it a thing. I don't know. That's weird. That's yeah. a, that's a weird reality that you, you, you like. Thanks, hanging Chad. There would there wouldn't have been a nine eleven because there wouldn't have been a Dick Cheney to orchestrate it. So that's true. Uh, but I, but I also can't. I could not imagine. I don't think. I don't think Joe Lieberman would have <laughs> would have orchestrated nine eleven. I couldn't imagine that uh, that even if Gore had won, I can't imagine. I mean, he did win. Um, yeah. he would have been elected in for a second term. 
Like, I, I think the Republicans would have come so hard in that second run that he would have lost. I wonder if they would have run Bush again or something. No, else. I think they would have run somebody else. Pat I, Buchanan or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like, if, if, I think as soon as Bush lost, they would have realized that it's, it's like a beat horse. Like, he's, he's put him out to pasture, bring in a, a younger... Give him, give him some paints. Give him some paints. Let him, let him uh, run the Texas Rangers. <laughs> yep. Throw first pitches. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I can't. I couldn't imagine Bush losing, and uh, I mean he did lose, and then uh, <laughs> and then having him run again yeah. to a guy that beat him. Who yeah, had, I don't like, think you would do that. Yeah, no, I, I think you would replace him. I don't understand now, why Hillary can run seven or eight times, losing every time. <laughs> that is true. I, for me, I don't understand why parties run a losing candidate. Yeah, like it's like title fights for like mixed martial arts or boxing or something like. If you lose, you don't immediately get another fight. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, there's obviously some circumstances where it's like a split decision or they think it's bullshit judging or whatever. But, like, in a clean win, like, why would you automatically go, okay, the person that couldn't beat him the first time, yeah. you're, you're back in. Let's get him back in there. Like, there's no other alternatives. It's this guy or nothing. Like, yeah. Or a woman, I guess. Um, I guess. But yeah, I can't, I can't imagine a world where like, you know, may, maybe we never got the, um, you know, the the rise of the wokeness, right? And like the yeah. and like the internet wouldn't have like got the had the steam it's gotten now, where like that's where everybody puts their focus is like on shitting on things on the internet. So in in the gore reality, like yeah, there's no nine eleven. Global warming's not an issue, but Sonic the Hedgehog has those teeth and eyes. Yeah. And, like, is that a world you want to live in? I would rather be boiling alive yeah. every day of my life wearing SPF 140 <laughs> than have to look at that Sonic the Hedgehog face. I think you're right. I want the good Sonic. How about SPH 140? SPH 140. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um... Then, uh, so yeah, so Jet, Jet Li, um, they have like a showdown with the bad guy Jet Li, and they, uh, he ends up getting hurt. Yeah. And he goes to the hospital, and they, for whatever reason, like, can't tell who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, because guess yeah. what? They all look the same. <laughs> Literally, they all look the same. <laughs> um, this is the one time it's okay. This to is say. the one time it's okay. Uh, so. Yeah, he in this reality as well. He also has Carla Gugino Gargano for uh, as his girlfriend. So I just wrote the note. Ooh. Carla Gina Carano. Carla Gina Carano. I wrote, ooh, an interracial couple. Very I nice. I like it. Uh, she's a vet. She's a vet. A veterinarian, not a veteran, because women can't be in the army. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, women are allowed in the army, but you They're can't. Just but not... you can't say that you're a woman. <laughs> it's don't ask don't tell what is this, a Mulan situation <laughs> I was gonna say they're allowed in the military they're just not allowed to complain about all the rape 
Hey, if you <laughs> if you want to go to Iraq or Afghanistan and fight for the for your country, yeah. you are more than welcome. Just know that when your uh, commanding officer sexually assaults you in a bunker, no one's Part gonna deal. N- no one's gonna back you up. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> they're gonna shove it under the rug, and then he's gonna go on to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> and, and Al Franken gets to grab your titty once, <laughs> just once. <laughs> or they're gonna leave you behind you're gonna get raped and then 15 years later you're gonna kill yourself yes that's also yeah. on the table um so yeah uh, i guess yeah so his interracial wife is there and he's trying to leave because he says he's fine because he has to like f- track down whoever that person was but then bad guy jet lee comes back to the hospital and does the old switcheroo or yeah. we think he does the old switcheroo um but he they they don't believe that he's the real Jet Li. Yeah. And he does maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen, which is when the person sneaks up behind him to put this, the syringe in his neck. Yeah. And he grabs it and pulls it over his head uh, so, like, the guy's arm is wrenched, drops the syringe, kicks it behind his back, and yes. it flies sticking into the water cooler. <laughs> and I just, like, I popped so hard for it. That was I was funny. like, that's fucking cool. That was good. That was so fucking cool. Uh... So yeah, then the so now now you've got the Del, Delroy and Statham are yeah. like in this universe now tracking him down, but he gets arrested. So they're like, okay, he's safer like in their custody than loose. So let's just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they're going to try and track him down, but uh, again, he is like the most badass man ever. Yep. So he escapes again mm-hmm. and gets away. A lot of escaping. Um, and then he's got like the most superhuman powers of anyone where he can uh, throw police motorcycles. Yep. <laughs> which was pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, there was some like, there was some fun, stupid action in this. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is like prime early 2000s action movie stuff. And like the very first scene, they did like basically Matrix bullet dodging. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I liked where like... He um he was just like he would they would it was slow mo and he would like kick a guy high into the air mm. and then kick him again like out of the air. Yes. It, was, it was good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, not the best uh, throwing something up and kicking it of any of the movies we're going to talk about. No, because one was maybe the the, the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, at, at one point he has like a big showdown with with Delroy Lindo, and then he uh, he very easily dispatches of him. But yeah. I guess if he is the strength of one chimpanzee or no, a... it, no, no, okay. No. Uh... <laughs> There's no way that ends in any way we want okay. it to. Um. So yeah, it, it um, it ultimately leads to like Statham trying to try, like finally. Chimpanzees get... have the strength of ten men. Yeah, Jet Li has a strength of one hundred and twenty-three men. So if Jet Li fought a chimpanzee, he'd win. Also, he fought Delroy Lindo. Yes, and won. Oh, that's all that, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not where I was going. But oh, okay. okay. I was going with the uh, the chimpanzees have the strength of ten men. Retards have the strength of ten men. You if you ever meet a retarded chimpanzee, you fucking run. Unless you're Jet Li, because you've still got twenty three. Still got twenty three. Yeah, yeah, twenty three and me. Yep. Um, yeah. So Statham tries to get a get a finally track him down. Uh, he ends up getting his like ankle broken, but then it doesn't really seem to affect him. That no, much. he he get, he, <laughs> he gets still kind of walks. Yeah. Uh, so it leads to to the two jets facing off. 
Uh, the fight was like in a Sparks factory. In a, in a factory that apparently only manufactures Sparks. Yep. Uh, it was a very, very good fight, but it was, it was also very, very Chinese. Because like the the like over the top actions and like yep. the the visual effects and everything and like it was very very like, I mean it's like what we're gonna say about Drunken Master later where yeah. it's like throw the kick you you like block it and then there's like three seconds of just like holding your leg there and then you're like next thing <laughs> hold it and like it's yeah. you're not actually trying to fight each other you're trying to like dance <laughs> is kind of what yeah. it is you're doing spots uh so. Uh, the next note I wrote is confusing to me, so I don't actually remember. So, yeah, they have the fight where, like, good guy Jet Li wins. Yep. And then they arrest... They arrest... Or, like, the, the both Jet Li's and Jason Statham end up getting, like, through the tunnel to the prison where yep. they're going to send him through the thing. And so he's looking... At the two of them on the ground, and like they're all writhing in pain. From they're their, all, everyone's fucked from up from their time travel and from getting beat up. And so then Statham kind of says like, "Oh, that's the bad guy." Yeah, because they like you know they they've like through fighting like their clothes are the same because why not? I guess all of them have the same fashion sense, so they yeah. are all wearing the same yeah, like gray yeah, literally t-shirt and black pants. Or no, maybe I guess it was because bad guy Jet Li like stole a police uniform. Oh yeah, and so that was why they were wearing like the same thing. Yeah. So he points and says like that's the bad one. They put him on the chair, and then as he's on the chair, he does like this hand movement. Yeah. That like the good Jet Li did earlier. Yeah. And so he goes like, wait, 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 that's not the bad guy. He sees the the wedding ring band. Oh, the wedding ring band. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. He moves the hand, so he sees the wedding ring band. Because bad Jet Li don't love no woman. Well, he does. He just is not going to get married. He's, <laughs> he's a lone wolf. He's a MGTOW. He's a, yeah. So uh, he sees the ring and he goes, wait, that's the good one. That's the bad guy. So they drag bad guy Jet Li and they transport him to the prison world. Yeah. And then they're like, well, what do we do with the good guy? Like, we can't just send him home. And then they're like, well, I don't know. Why don't we just send him to one of the other universes? So they just... <laughs> and- Interesting compromise. Yeah. Uh, so they just send him to another one. And uh, the the note I made was like, oh, sick yellow penis car. Because when he like it, It's like a weird kind of future world. It's a future like, yeah. It's like Back to the Future 2. In, yeah. But also just sort of like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Or Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets transported through and uh, like that's where he's just going to live from now and he on. And he gets to meet... Uh, Carla Gina Carano again. Yep, and uh, and and fuck, fuck her all over again for the first time. With his tiny penis. <laughs> uh, then the last thing we get to see is uh, we get to see G- bad guy Jet Li on the prison planet, where this is where he says the line. He says the title of the movie. He does say the line. Uh, then all these like prison guys are like. Uh, like, oh, like, uh, you, got, you got a purty mouth. I sure would like to do something about that. And I went, ooh, I'd like to see Jet do some pretty mouth stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, then he says, like, you know, like, I'm the fucking one. And then this proceeds to kick literally everyone's ass. On to, this mountain. On this mountain <laughs> to Papa Roach uh, Last Resort. Awesome. Fucking ruled. So yeah, he's like beating asses, and then it fades out to black, and then Drowning Pool's Sinner Blaze. <laughs> that is the one. That's the one. The only other note I had was uh, uh, Good Guy Jet was talking to uh, 
talking to uh, veterinarian Carla Gugino about his injuries. And she says, uh, newsflash, I'm a vet. You don't have paws and a tail. I'm like, yeah, God forbid this was a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid Jet Li grows a tail and paws. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible what a terrible situation that would be. Get some beans, Jet. <laughs> anyway, tell me about Jumanji. Mmm. Mmm. Right. So I'm I will admit, even though it's he's not specifically for me. I'm a big Kevin Hart fan. And I'm also a big The Rock fan. And I'm also a big Jack Black fan. So you put them all together in a movie, and I'm all about it. So, this one takes place in modern times, where they change the game from a board game to a video game. Drew. Huh? (laughs) Yummy Child paid us to watch Jumanji 1995. Huh. Starring Robin Williams, Bonnie Hunt... Dag himself, oh. young fuckable Kristen Dunst, and a boy. <laughs> I see. Did you did you blow this? Did you fuck this up? Listen, there can't be that many Jumanjis, and you're how many Jumanjis could there? You're be? expecting me to pick the right one. You didn't yes. specify on the Jumanji. You said Jumanji, so I was like, okay, well, I'll watch... Okay, the good one. I'll watch the next level. I'll, <laughs> oh, you watched, watch, you watched the, the sequel to the, the, the new one. one. Okay, good move. Good move. I, I like that. Uh, but no, we're joshing you. We watched the correct movie. JK. And it's the be- it's the better movie. I, in fact, haven't... People like the new ones. I think they're wrong because I haven't seen them. I oh. refuse to. They're fine. They're better than I thought they would be. Okay. I was definitely annoyed they were making more Jumanji movies. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. They didn't have to call it Jumanji. They could have just called it Video Game World. I'm guessing it didn't start as Jumanji. Maybe not. It's probably one of those yeah, things. Maybe they not. Somebody came up with a concept. Slapped and, a property on later. Yeah. Like, oh, we could tie this into an existing oh, thing. That's also not going to come up with me later. We could Cloverfield this. Yeah. Isn't it cool that there are three Cloverfield movies and one of them is a Cloverfield movie? Well, you know. I mean, 333, still a Hall of Fame batting average. It's, still, it's, it's not the best batting average, as we pointed it's, out last. It's no George Brett. <laughs> it's no George Brett. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. 95 Jumanji. 95 Jumanji. Um, I did not re... I, I've seen it before, obviously. Um, I saw it at the theater. Oh, with your dad. Yes. Just you and your dad. No, me, my sister, my dad. Oh, gross I, sisters. I, I think my mom... Might have been like having an affair, absent oh. the whole nineteen nineties. <laughs> like absentee mom, like the the odds, which is odd because she wasn't working. Um, but Maybe yeah, she the, just needed mom time. The the odds of people having because in my head I've seen like four movies at the theater with my dad. Yeah, and people have somehow picked two of them. I I don't know I don't know how they did it. Um, Jumanji, Man in the Iron Mask, Deep Blue Sea, and The Lion King. A shark ate me, N-word. <laughs> he ate me. They fucking ate me. <laughs> interesting, yeah, interesting. Don't know how people pick two of them. Hmm. Oh, and... Oh, like I said to you, I don't think I said it on the podcast. I, I think I said it in the car last time. I don't think my dad's ever seen a movie. <laughs> I like that In you, theaters. Dad. Yeah, your dad has like, never I've been never to a movie I've never gone to a movie You've with never seen a movie at the theater with your dad. Never. That's something. 
Not once. I mean, I haven't seen many, but I have seen a few, and somehow you guys hit two of them. Um, but yeah, I don't rem—I didn't remember the 1869 mm. opening yeah. of the movie. I I remembered obviously the 1969 69, opening. Yes. I nice. I didn't remember that it's like 15 plus minutes long. Yeah. I thought it was like bam right two. to the six. I thought it was two minutes. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, we we see we we uh, we meet uh, young uh, young Alan Alan Partridge. Alan, <laughs> I wish we met young Alan Partridge. <laughs> hey, BBC, get, get do, on. Go do an Alan Partridge, young Sheldon. <laughs> young Sheldon. That'd be sick. I, I mean, if that I got if cool. I got a good kid, that could be a very funny show. Actually, what if they just get the young Sheldon kid? No. Oh. Ian Armitage has had enough work. Is that his name? Yes. Jesus Christ. Isn't, uh... Isn't he gay? Of course he's gay. Well, have you seen know. the fucking kid? No. Yeah, but I'll... It's one I, of the gayest I, kids I've ever seen. And you've seen a lot of gay kids. <laughs> and I've kids. seen a lot of gay kids. <laughs> That's right. saying something. How, how dare I question the <laughs> sexual orientation of a child? You can't decide to be gay, but I can decide for you to I be gay. I can make you choose to be gay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the 1969 opening is long. Like we, he goes to his dad's shoe factory. We meet his cool black friend, David Allen Greer. Cool black friend. <laughs> tell, okay, tell me, he's like, he's the most prototypical cool black friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a he's, cool he's, adult black friend. He's like a, uh, you know, a jiver. He's, he's jiving. Also, he in. He, Invented Jordans. He invented Jordans. In 1969. He's Michael Jordan. He's Michael Jordan, who, uh, yeah, and then, um, yeah, then the, uh, then the Jumanji happens. <laughs> the Jumanji. <laughs> then the, then he, he and his female friend get jumanji <laughs> And, uh, then we finally cut to 1995, like an hour into the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of build-up. Yeah, it was, I... Yeah. Didn't remember it being that long. Nothing, nothing like a movie that stars one of the hottest comedic actors Kirsten in the world. Dunst. Yeah, and you don't get to him until like forty minutes into the movie. It was now, granted, yeah. once he gets there, it's more than enough. <laughs> oh yeah, once he gets there, he owns it. But like the whole idea is, you have Robin fucking Williams in the prime of his career, yeah. and he's not in the movie until like almost halfway. Yeah, it is a while because he—it's not like he even shows up when we hit ninety-five. A bunch no. of more shit has to. Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. He's—it's a—it's a while before he's on screen. But then again, when he's on screen, he's more than makes up for everything else. Yeah. So, uh, so we're in present day, uh, Kirsten Dunst and her brother uh, are being guardianed by her hot aunt, Bebe Newworth. I'm a fan. Interesting take. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you don't think Bebe Newworth is hot in this? She, she's I. She she looks good she, in this. She's a Alright. I like her. Well now now I hope later when I say someone's hot, you don't do the same reaction to me. I hope not I don't. in this movie. Well don't don't be wrong then. Well we'll find out. Well, we will find out. Uh they, their parents are dead. Uh and Kirst, Kirsten Dunst is weirdly nonchalant about her. Oh yeah, she's dead really parents. well adjusted. And like and she's talking to the like, she's like making up stories about like cuz the parents just died in a car crash yeah. or something. But she like ma- is making up all these stories about how her parents died mm-hmm. to the realtor yeah, of yeah. the house they're buying. Oh, she's bored. I guess she's bored, but I did like how Maybe she cut the brake line. Uh <laughs> 
it's, it's fun. She might have died. She's a bit of a little sociopath. Um, but yeah, she's saying how they were like doing negotiating peace in the Middle East. Yeah. And then yeah. her words, not mine, safariing in darkest Africa, <laughs> which I enjoyed. Oh, that's good. So they stumble upon the Jumanji game in the attic of the new house they bought. I don't, I don't really get the situation. I like because it's a it's a big, nice old house. I mean, I guess it's been abandoned for a while because the fucking kid from it disappeared, and then the yep. then that kid's parents both fucking died. Fucking died. But um, also, yeah, I guess the answer. Also, is, I don't you, know if this is a good thing to show you right what, now. What but... have you got? Kirsten Dunst's tits. But not from Jumanji. Let, uh, come on, guys. Be cool. You want me to look that up? I, I, maybe don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you want that on your search history. No. Not particularly. I don't not want it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I still want them to know I'm interested. <laughs> I just don't want them to know that I'm shopping. Yeah. So, And, and what happened to, to young Robin Williams was he... He and uh, young his, friend young, who will be Bonnie Hunt. Young, yeah, young Bonnie Hunt. Uh, they found the game. They started playing. Uh, Robin rolled a thing where he gets sent to the jungle until uh, a, they made him click his heels three times and go back to Africa um, <laughs> until someone rolls a five or an eight. But young Bonnie Hunt, who can't keep her fucking shit together, just panics and runs away for Women. 25 years. Women. So he's just there, just getting almost murdered. Almost every day, murdered constantly. Every day in the jungle. Yeah. Giant, giant mosquitoes rampaging rhinos. I mean, I guess it's a. Maybe it's like a constraints I, of the game thing. Couldn't you find a way to leave the jungle yourself in 25 years? Probably not. I guess it's just. You're in the deepest, darkest, I, blackest Africa. I guess so. Yeah, you like, but imagine being there and you're running away from like blood sucking mosquitoes, yeah, raging rhinos, two foot uh, spiders, um, old British pedophiles, old British pedophiles. <laughs> the, the like you're telling me that in the so how old he was like he was like eleven. Well, I, I've got a thing about how old because it uh, it sort of bothered me. Uh, what did I write? So I'm like, okay, wait, he was gone twenty six years. Yeah. And was like eleven when he disappeared. Yeah. Is Robin Williams in this movie younger than I am now? Yeah, probably. That's. Did you look it up? No. Are you guys a real life Robin Williams? What well, at the like very his, least he's playing actual, a character, or what the character age is? Because in theory, the character is like thirty-seven. Uh, so he was. He born, was probably a little older. He was born in nineteen fifty-one. So he's 44 there. Yeah. He looks 44 there. I'll get... Yeah, he could pass for younger, for sure. Yeah. But I, I didn't like the potential of him being younger than me. Or, or younger than that guy who graduated but, in 2001. Yeah. But yeah. also, maybe in um, Jumanji, time is different. Because you're in the game. So maybe you age differently. I don't so know. He, maybe, de- he definitely aged. Yeah, yeah, but like, should he like even he though he more? was even though he was gone for twenty six years, maybe he only aged uh, twenty years. Maybe he's thirty. No, he should have aged more years. He lo- he looks old because I guess it's just the the big beard and stuff. But yeah. he looks much older than me. Everyone looks much older. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm you're, you're I'm baby. Uh, see, <laughs> yeah, you are baby. Um, I don't know. You guys look the same. I don't think we look right the same. now. Um, I do like him just immediately 
like terrifying the children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so well, he's, he's the, a jungle so, man. So yeah, so the the kids start playing the game. They, I don't know. I, I feel like I think the they get the mosquitoes first. Yeah, mosquitoes, yeah. and then the lion. I think. The lion in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. and and Which, then let's talk about that. The lion appears. So like that is a very minor issue I have is that you know there's like the stampede right. Mm-hmm. So all those animals are rampaging yeah the mosquitoes are rampaging yeah the spiders are, are rampaging essentially uh-huh. Uh-huh. the giant angry bush rampaging yep uh lion lion just chilling on the bed chilling out in the bed chilling on the bed just a, a, a very a very short initial rampage yeah oh yes yeah and then then just just kind of yeah. goes to bed then he's just kind of like for the rest oh, of the movie this is more comfortable than anything i've ever laid and on. It, it's not like the movie forgets about the lion because no. they show the lion he's just in bed he's just in bed <laughs> I like that. He's just lounging, big old he's big old kitty. He's a big old kitty. You can t- you can take the kitty out of Africa. Exactly. I, don't, I actually I don't, wait. I don't know. <laughs> but he's, um, he's just a big dumb retarded lion laying yep. down on a bed when he could be eating everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then eventually one of them rolls a five or an eight as per the rules of the game, and uh, Mountain Man. Robin Williams reappears and just immediately terrifies him. He's like, your, your face will shit mice. (laughs) 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 He's just like shaking them. (laughs) When he appears, I was like, ah, the ultimate human furry, Robin Williams. (laughs) Yes. Like how much of that wild man beard and hair is just him? And how much of it is zero. a beard? There was zero additional hair that they needed <laughs> yeah, for this that's movie. That's just him. They're like, Robin, don't shave for four days. Yeah, done. <laughs> and you're set. Done. Um. So yeah, so then, then we just sort of go along with uh, them trying to complete the game under uh, somewhat harrowing <laughs> circumstances. Because just every role is a just an abject disaster yeah. we got. Oh, then I guess shortly after Robin, we introduced the British pedophile. We introduced the British pedophile, uh, Van Pelt. Van Pelt. The I was like, so what is the internal logic of Van Pelt? So like, he hunts humans. That's his deal. Uh, I think he's because he's hunting Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah. I think I think he's. It's sort of like the ultimate game, like the most you, dangerous game. The mo- you want to hunt the most dangerous game, which is man. True. So yeah, I think he's probably so he's a he's a Jeffrey Jones in the pest yeah, type. Yeah, but Jeffrey Jones was hunting for something. Bussy. <laughs> um, also, like the the same actor for Van Pelt is also that he played his dad outside. Yes, like he's the father, and then he also plays Van Pelt. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think the idea is that he's a big game hunter who's hunted everything except for the biggest game. I like that. And he now, decided, I, you know, I'm fine with that internal logic. And I also hope that he started hunting him when he was a, a little boy. Yes. I, I hope that he got there and he was like, oh, a fucking kid? I'm going to shoot him. That's mine. Yeah, but then he somehow managed to elude him. <laughs> for, for, for a quarter <laughs> century. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously Van Pelt's not a good hunter. <laughs> yeah, true. Not um, not great at his job. Uh, they uh, and then Van Pelt goes to a gun store. Yep. And uh, little known fact, or well known fact, uh, if you give the guy at the gun store enough money, he will sell you an illegal assault rifle. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. USA uh, number one. Probably the most accurate part of the movie. Well, second most accurate, but second most the TF. 
That's very <laughs> accurate. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. You, all you gotta do is walk in, and it's like, what do you, what do you need this for? Uh, hunting elephants? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you give me, uh, I don't know, ten million dollars in gold Krugerrands, <laughs> so <laughs> so you can yeah. pretty much have Take whatever it. you'd like. Yeah. I was almost, I like, I almost wish that he had handed him like Nazi gold. Yeah. That he found it hidden in the jungle. That would have been. And he's like, here's some Nazi coins, and the guy <laughs> running the gun shop was like. Yep. That's my kind of guy. I will make use of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did like in the stampede uh, at the end of it, there's a little fat rhino, little fat bring, rhino. bringing up the rear. Just chugging along. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm at... I'm at TF. You're at the only important part. <laughs> I am at the only important part of the movie. Um, so, yeah. Things have not been going great for the team. Yeah. And they're nearing the end of the game. And the boy sees that if he rolls a, a 10 or a 12, I think, um, he'll, he'll, he'll finish. The and and the, the understanding, which, which is correct, is if once the game is finished... Everything fucking knocks it off. Yeah, <laughs> enough, enough already with the Jumanji. So you, uh, so he tries to cheat and do like a a, a cheat, like a fake dice roll. roll, like just drop them so they. And the game, which I, I guess is sentient, the, yeah, the, they, the, yeah, the the game is alive, basically. Yeah, it, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, bup, bup, bup. Uh, back you go, evolutionarily, and. It's transformation time, and this this was a uh, is this is this movie anti Christian science? <laughs> is anti creationist? This is an this is absolutely an anti creationist. For how much magic is in this movie, this is still an anti creationist. movie. Yeah, but they're also implying that we evolved from monkeys, and that's not what they are Christians believe. No, I agree. I agree. So that's uh, it's an interesting dichotomy. This, so sorry, not to get off topic, but this little wiener kid. Yep. He uh, he. He's lit, Josh Duhamel. He's Josh Duhamel. He like he started off like he got a lot of like good rules. Kid rules. Younger. Yeah. And then after this, he was almost exclusively a child voice actor for animated mm. movies. Okay. And uh, now he's a chunker. I was gonna say I bet he gained a hundred pounds. He seems like the type. Oh, he's he's not as much of a chunker as I thought. No, but he's... yeah, you know, I can still I can still see the the kid in him. Like he yeah, still looks, but he's yeah. only uh, two years older than you, and he looks yeah. like that. That's so, true. So what's your excuse for looking so much better than him? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, he's got a bad hairline. He looks like a kid, and you look like a grandfather. <laughs> So, what's your excuse? Well, what are you waiting for, <laughs> loser? Well, I liked it when he looked like a kid who looked like a monkey. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so the kid is punished by uh, by TFing into, and again, I could think of a lot of better species than sure. a monkey to TF into. Big, big cat. Big cat, for Done. example. <laughs> Big cat, um, regular sized cat, regular cat, <laughs> slightly smaller than regular cat. Done. <laughs> Those would be the top three. Yes, um, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't remember if, uh, like, if the what they did with the TF with the with the kids like face slash mu- if it face slash muzzle if it progressed a bit over the course of the movie or if it was just 
one static thing and stayed there. I was pleasantly surprised that it does progress. Yeah. I think everything progresses a little bit except it, for the tail. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the tail's, tail's like a one. Yeah, the tail just stays. Yeah. But I think like the hands. The hands. The you face. Get, you, get, you get sharper teeth at a point where he bites Van Pelt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the very first face, the face definitely progresses and he gets more... Uh, more muzzle yeah. and like more and like mouth shape and all that because yeah. the first the first was pretty subtle with like some extra cheek hair and the nose a little different but then the nose gets a lot different yes. so yeah. I, I I respected that yeah. very much yeah. and then the um, yeah the, the 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 tail scene was a formative TF moment in my life yeah. Yeah, uh, it was good because, um, go, and also it, it's all like unexpected TF in a movie. Always such a treat. Yes, because I didn't know going in when I saw it in the theater. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit! This was back this in the, this was back in the day when uh, trailers weren't just spoilers. Didn't for just the movie. show the whole movie. Yeah, I, I don't think any of this is in the trailer. I don't think so. Yeah, and good. Yeah, I I loved the surprise, but yeah, he's having like. A moment with uh, Robin Williams, and and like he's he's kind of crying and whimpering, and and then Robin first gives him like the man up speech, mm-hmm. and then Robin's like, I've become my father, a gay man, a gay man. <laughs> uh, he's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. Like this is tough. You know, let let it out. This is a tough situation. And the kid's like, no, it's not that. And then he like whispers in his ear. And at, at the, I did not know what was going to happen at first because Robin walks around behind the kid and bends down. I'm like, what's this now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I just really need a rim job. <laughs> that's what I kind of thought. I'm yeah. like, that's this is this has become a very interesting movie. <laughs> rim me, new daddy. <laughs> that is a gross statement. <laughs> but then rips the kid's jeans open. Tail pops out. Boom. Big, big tail through pants fan. Yeah, me too. Big tail also through pants. Also, correct fan. placement. Also, correct placement. Not coming out of his asshole. <laughs> not coming out of his asshole. Tails do not grow out of your butthole. Tailbone, coccyx, above the butthole. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Get it together. Um, it's a pretty good tail. Yeah, it, it's got it's got movement, full it's, movement, it, like yeah. realistic movement. Yeah. Uh, I was a fan. Yeah. It, as as far as monkey TF goes, A plus. Yep. I mean, you could could have picked a better species. Yep. I was also looking at the species of the game pieces. His was the monkey. Oh, yeah, and so there was he had chosen the that rhino. Is, that's what. That's what I'm wondering. Was it now? If it's an evolution thing, no, everyone right. goes monkey. Yeah. But is it evolution or is it game piece? Because there was of, of the four of them, there was uh, there was monkey, elephant, rhino, and I think crocodile. crocodile. Yeah, um, which are all. All interesting-ish TFs. None would be my first choice. But is it is the game for four players or is it up to eight? Because if it's up to six or eight, if more people could play it, you know there's a kitty cat in there. But it's lion. I guess it's lion. Do you want to be a retard? <laughs> I guess it's lion. Like for me, lion... Noted jungle cat, lion. Yeah, no, but it's Africa. Uh, it might not even be. It's just... Yeah, it's it's not even Africa. It's just like jungle. Yeah. So I mean, it should be like a jaguar or a yeah. leopard or something. But like, yeah, no, I think for I like if if the option is lion, 
Yeah. Then Lion from is only slightly above Crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's Monkey because you still have like thumbs. Yeah. So you can like I don't know grope and rape. Sure. Uh, then I think Elephant, giant dick. Um, <laughs> then depending on what the sixth piece would be. Yeah. I'd have to see. What if it's like a bird? Then that's down there. Africa. What do you... I don't know. Vulture? Gazelle. Oh, gazelle. Yeah. Or zebra. 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 It, you know, because it, it's a lot of animals that appeared in the movie. And there are there zebras in the stampede Ostrich. for sure. Ostrich. Yeah. I, I'd say... I what If it's six or eight, zebra's in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Mosquito? No, I don't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to pick a retarded lion. Thank you. Um, sad. Sad. Um, I think that's most of what I had. I mean, I could talk about that for another probably six hours. But, um, yeah, so as as things progress, one of them is basically there's like a monsoon and everything floods. Yep. But what I liked, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, you know where I'm going. When uh, when when Dag and Baby Newworth got back to the house, and was this before or after Dag fucked Bridget the Midget at that party? Different movie, but oh. also good. Mm, that's a good movie. They get to the house and open the front door, and all the water <laughs> comes pouring yeah. out, and they're saved from drowning. I'm like. So the house was watertight. Water, watertight house. Wow. Yeah, they got they got a uh, flex seal on, <laughs> they all, got on, on all the everything creases. flex sealed. Everything's flex sealed. It's Amazing. made of flex seal. Uh, there was one thing I really there there was a legitimately good gag. Not not really many jokes in the movie. There's some light stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not a lot of jokes. Yeah, this was like a legit like this was like the only joke literally or like gag is the fat rhino. Because that happens yeah, the, like three yeah, times. Yeah, the fat rhino's like cute and funny. And the the other really good one was I think when the giant spiders come right near the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin tells Monkey Boy to uh, it's okay he's white I can say it uh, <laughs> uh, to, that his dad kept an axe in the old woodshed go get that so we can fight off these fucking spiders mm-hmm. and then the kid runs to the woodshed. Sees its sees its chain locked, yeah. grabs an axe beside the door, starts whacking and whacking and whacking at the thing, and then stops and looks at the axe, and then looks at the camera, and is like, oh, "I got the axe," <laughs> and then runs back. Yeah, funny, very good, That's actually very, funny, very good. just yeah, like yeah. Right, like uh, set up punchline, boom. Yeah, I'm in. Very very good. And he had a tail. <laughs> and he had a tail with if, good movement. If only it wasn't had, just a hanger. If only he'd used the tail oh. to use the axe. Oh. Don't get, they did like, maybe he he like holds the chain and then the tail goes they whack. they did use the oh during the monsoon um kid was in the water yes. Robin was hanging from the chandelier yes. grabs the kid by the tail yeah boom yeah. uh and, and at that point uh do you even wanna do you even wanna finish the game do you want to revert because you're not gonna have that tail afterwards yeah that's so true. what so, you haven't even begin to learn how to use the yeah tail. and it's already coming in handy yeah and you're gonna your life p.s your life just got saved by it <laughs> dumb yeah, dumb be grateful for what you have bury the game <laughs> bury the game bury the boy bury the game just deal with the other shit <laughs> yeah in town yep. it's not great move but away 
Move away. <laughs> You're fine. It seems localized. Move to another town. It doesn't seem like the whole United States of USA. Yeah, and if you don't roll for a new turn, yeah. nothing more nothing is new is going to happen. You just got to deal with this. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, the and only you have a tail the, the only thing I can think of is if the the vines become like an Audrey 2 type situation. <laughs> the vines did seem aggressive. Yeah. It did crush a police car. It did crush a police car. <laughs> it almost killed Dag. And almost killed Dag. So, I could see it being problematic, but hey man, it's the 90s. We can we can work it out. Yeah, we got true. the technology. We Al Gore just invented the internet. Pre future president Al Gore. Future Al Gore. Yeah. Um yeah, that, that's most of what I have. They, uh, I don't know, they finished the game. They, they finished the, the game, everything gets sucked back in. And kid, the, kid, the kid's life gets infinitely worse. Yeah, goes, yeah. goes back to just regular four I, I, limbs. I guess everyone else gets better, but who yeah, cares? I, I was kind of invested um, in the boy. There, I, I remember as a kid mm -hmm. that the uh, mosquitoes attacking the car scene was very intense for me. It was good. Like their stingers are jabbing through, and they're enormous. Like, yeah, yeah, they're like six inches long. Yeah, um, that'd be nice. And at that uh, point, I was, well, was going to say, at that point in my my life, I hadn't seen something six inches long yet. So <laughs> because well, your because your dad never took you to the movies. Yeah, oh, I was going to say wait wait until uh, wait until the, the summer after I saw it. <laughs> Uh, summer of 96. The sequel to Summer of 69. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where you lay back to back and jerk off. I classic that. Yeah, I 96 yeah. there. Ba backwards, head to toe. Backwards, head to toe, both jerking off. Both jerking. Pushing one, uh, rubbing one in and rubbing one out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, but that, that's most of what I have for, uh, yeah. for Jumanji. Yeah, that's great. You're good. Yeah, I like the, I, I I love this movie. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Yummy Child. Uh, good pick. Could use more Kevin Hart though. Could use a little more Kevin Hart and Dwayne uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. I'll cock your Dwayne Johnson. Uh, all right, tell us about uh, Life Itself by Brock B. Well, Brock, he, he, Brock B didn't do it, but he did, he didn't make the movie. Well, if Brock did, B did it, I would find track him down. He did recommend it. I would go to his house. I feel like you've already forgotten the joke we've planned. For life itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drew, tell us about life itself. Life itself. Let's get a clean day. Let's... Three, two, action. So, this was a very, a very, very sad movie. Very sad. So sad. Why is that? I, I don't like looking at people who I respect and admire go through such such tragic, uh, heartbreaking pain. And seeing how someone's life goes from being full of love and entertainment and enjoyment of, of cinema and film and then to the point where they, they, can't, they can't really physically do the things they used to do. And uh, it's really sad to see Roger Ebert's uh, later years where he's not, let's say he's not quite the whole man he used to be. <laughs> Drew, this isn't the Roger Ebert life itself. You got it wrong again, you silly. <laughs> what are you doing? You nut. <laughs> you nutball. <laughs> no, we watched a much worse life itself. Much worse. And less depressing, but still... <laughs> Still supposed to be sad. Yep. Was it? No. No. Um, so th I believe this was a replacement pick for the too long 
Dogville. Even though... Even though you watched it already. I watched it. It was one of the first ones I watched yeah. when we got them. And then Scott was like, no, I don't have time to watch it. Pick something else, dum-dum. <laughs> and he did, and I'm, uh, and now we're mad at him. Now we're having a fight with Brock B. <laughs> we are having a fight with Brock B. Uh, Although I, he's not the Brock I hate the most. No, there are certainly worse Brocks out yes. there. I just about saw the world premiere of this movie at TIFF 2018. Oh! And then we said, fuck it. <laughs> and did not watch it. Good. Uh, in, in hindsight, correct decision. Yeah, it might have been more enjoyable for how bad it is in theaters though true but you wouldn't have been able to like openly talk about it because you know everyone else is there like loving it loving and it. also dan fogelman would have been there yeah oh to be in the same room to as throw that something piece of shit. to throw something at dan fogelman <sighs> so anyone who doesn't know dan fogelman's the guy who created one of scott's favorite shows that he's seen every episode of half of that is true it's your favorite show. It's my favorite show, and I've missed one episode. <laughs> this is us. It is not one of my favorite shows. This is I us. have seen every episode. Because you love torture? Because I'm a uh, Chrissy Metz stan. Yeah. You want her to crush your pelvis? I stan a fat queen. <laughs> Though you're not going to find a fatter queen than Chrissy Metz. She's dangerously overweight. But she's cool with it. I she's think... like, if I get fatter and I die, that's on me, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's very much owning it and very much might. Be... It, it. She's of a fatness. <laughs> I love the hand gesture. Yeah. Oh, she's fatness. of a fatness. You had to where... motion the size of her with yeah. your hand. She's of a fatness where every time you see her, you're like... Has she gotten even right. fatter? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if she has I, or if she's just always really fat. I think from the first time you saw her to now, absolutely. She's gained, yeah. Absolutely. I'm actually the opposite. I'm of a fatness where if people haven't seen me for a bit, they say, oh, have you lost weight? I'm like, no, I've been exactly the same for 20 years. Mm. But people remember me slightly fatter than I am. Which is weird. Which is weird. Eh. But yeah. Maybe it's your fat face. My face... I, I would describe my face as pinchable. I wonder what your face would look like without a beard. It's been a long time it's since been I've a seen minute. you without one. Yeah, I've... I've uh... Old? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I tentatively have a beard shave date. Why? Don't... I was just thinking about... I'm like, am I going to keep this forever? <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. Is this real life? Is it going to be like this forever? It might be, Scott. Well, Mendes. here's the thing. Like, two days ago, I sort of picked a beard shave date. And then one day ago, um, Adam posted the video of us in the car uh, reviewing Coca-Cola Starlight mm -hmm. and, uh, and KFC Beyond Chicken mm -hmm. Nuggets. And... Everyone in the comments was saying how hot I am. <laughs> so I might not have a beard shave date anymore. Okay, number one, what's their personas? Uh, I think they varied, but I, I'm pretty sure most had one, which is good. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Number two, uh huh. men or women? I'd say a healthy mix. <laughs> <laughs> you said a healthy mix? 
Or I mean, is it leaning more toward... Is this like Furcon levels or <laughs> fake Furcon levels? <laughs> I'd say it's fake Furcon levels. I don't, okay. think, it's, I don't think it's real Furcon okay. levels. Because I do bring in more of a female demographic to that channel. Like, I'll take it from point... Oh, one percent to four percent. I'm sure Adam's very appreciative for all of the straight women. You're welcome, Adam, for your first and hundredth straight female watchers. Do you think that uh, he he knows about the fag hag treaty? He, she, I hope so. Oh, well, he better. He's got all. I those, mean, he's he's, he's got half all, of it. He's got all those hags on his page. <laughs> yeah, like read up, <laughs> read okay. up. Anyways, read your Bible. It's in there. I don't even really give a shit to go through. Like first, Brock, I hate, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate Dan Fogelman. I hate Scott. I hate Dan Fogel. Aww. for having a similar name. The uh, balls of fury himself. Balls of fury himself. <laughs> Dan Fogel. Sad. Uh, what was what TV show? Oh, he was on The Walking Dead. Um, which I learned. A television show that's still on the air. What? The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's like season... That's ridiculous. Season 11 of the 19 seasons they signed on for at the beginning. Yeah, I think I think this is the final season. I'm doing big old air quotes. But then they're also but doing they're, movies. But also the final season is in like eight parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's broken up. Yeah. It's broken up into eight parts. Then there's like origin movies for a bunch of the original like the cast that are still in the show and then they're doing like a spin-off of rick grimes when Who he left the, the show fuck is still watching this show Scott, this is it's literally the thing you said last week of how they have to bring back every law and order because it's the only thing that people will watch you know so what? on amc the only walking thing they dead fucking is have their is property the that that's works. why there's the main walking dead fear, fear the, the walking dead beyond the Walking Dead, which I think got canceled. Sad. Now they're doing all these movies and spinoffs, and like because it's the only thing they have. Name another AMC show that's popular. Name a woman. Uh, a woman. Just name a woman. A- Any woman. Name a woman. Uh, Von Dollar. Uh, name a woman. I can't. <laughs> You're a woman. Your mother's a woman. You idiot. You, you could have said me. <laughs> so. I did. This is the last one I watched. I watched it at like I think I started it at. There's a Billy on the Street reference in this movie about the very first guy that the, the fake out hero of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he said he was like Billy on the Street gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Um. So. Okay. Samuel Jackson says "brother" forty-seven times in the first sentence of this movie. Oh, Drew's smashing his microphone. You're gonna break it. <laughs> now you're. I want everyone to hear my pain. Windscreens all fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up actually. A little pa- bit. Um, oh boy. So, was it worth it? It was worth it. I know. It was my hatred was worth it. So, oh god. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm by no means considering myself like a uh, cinephile, pedophile. No, both of those are accurate. I am both of those. <laughs> um, no, I mean like, look, I I've. I wrote one short film for school. Was there TF in it? And no, but the one of the other scripts I've worked on has TF. That's in it. true. It's got Kelly hanging Wolf Dong. I like that. Um, I like that for him. Kelly's got a big dick, so yeah, uh, it's thick and also long. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> the big two, you say? Kelly's got the big two. Thick and long. It's, it's thick and also long. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> it's uh, it's the guy from the Big Dick Pills on Chappelle Show. Remember, doesn't he say like uh, it'll make you thick and long and, yeah. and, and last longer, bro? Yeah. Um, I really fucked up the windscreen. What? Like, yeah, you're having a time over there. Well, it doesn't want to like hook itself anymore. Maybe I got it. The Who barbs knows? aren't working. The barbs aren't working. Well, let's hope that that doesn't fall off in the middle of me talking and make a big clunk. Make a big clunk. That looks so much less stable than it was before. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. <sighs> okay. So yeah, I've written go one off sc- queen. I've written one script, and then I've written like a bunch of other things that have just never gone anywhere because I'm uh, lazy and unmotivated, and also just lack the confidence in myself to uh, <laughs> to <laughs> do something. Good. I'm. Those are all good. Reasons. I'm a very, very harsh critic of my own things. Yeah, like I, I am too. I do things that I get really invested in and think I'm like really, really into it, and then I, I take a break, and when I come back to it, I'm like, oh my god, this, it sucks. This is fucking terrible, and then I just like never work on it again. So, by no means am I saying that I'm the the greatest judge of scripts and writing and uh, and like telling of a good story and making a good film listeners if you want to write in and tell drew he's a good boy and to have more faith in himself you go ahead and do that i will humbly accept it but then also not believe it because i've met me (laughs) um that being said all those things being said this is one of the worst written things i've ever (laughs) seen in my life sucks it is so fucking pretentious and up its own ass those were the words i was just going to say and just so fucking convoluted and like like okay so the first the first literally the first thing i wrote was chapters you pretentious douche yeah i hate i mean i mean you're gonna need chapters when you're spanning three generations of annoying people (laughs) it's that is kind of accurate but (laughs) Uh, chapters only works in certain ways. It works when you're telling loosely connected stories, but just to keep them in the same universe, like the same grounded in reality kind of Mm -hmm. thing. It works in those kind of stories, but you don't need it when you're telling the story of characters that lasts the whole movie. Yeah. You don't need to be like, well, this is just this part of the story. Now here's chapter two, and it's this part of the story. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. No. It's not like it doesn't work at times, but fucking so pretentious, you fucking douchebag. (laughs) Um, We get to hear Samuel Jackson tell us about the cool gays. Yep. Ah, he's one of those cool gays. So what? As like opposed, Billy on the street. As opposed to like not like are you saying that not all gays are cool? So you're only cool with the cool hip gays? You're not cool with like BDSM bear daddies? That's exactly like, what he's saying. Wow, Sam Jackson, you That's are exactly what he's saying. You are a homophobe. <laughs> but only sometimes. Only sometimes. Um ugh, fine. I'll tell you the fucking story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh so my first, uh, my first note after Sam Jackson was, is this just going to be This Is Us with swearing? Yeah. <laughs> sort of was. Sort of. Even though I haven't seen it, I assume this is exactly what it was. 
So Oscar, okay, so he's writing this story that's narrated by Sam Jackson about this cool gay guy, and uh, the cool gay guy goes to see his therapist, Annette Benning, Annette Benning, who he thinks, who he writes as like attractive with a great smile. Oh, and, Jackson wants to fuck Annette Benning. Well, Oscar Isaac writing as Sam Jackson. Yes. Spoiler alert, uh, wants to fuck Annette Benning. Who, True. like, has anyone in the history of the world ever said Annette Benning is attractive? Warren Beatty. Gross. Uh, you know, noted man who can't read? Warren Beatty? <laughs> he was put in a tough situation. He's an adult man. <laughs> if that was just a woman, <laughs> if it was just Faye Dunaway, uh-huh. I would be like, I understand. I understand. <laughs> You're an adult man. It's true. You can make your own decisions. You can read. You can see the words. Uh, best actress. Best actress. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. And then in much smaller writing, La La, 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 La Land. Land. Yeah. And you still went, La La Land. <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> this is distracting from my anger. So, uh, he... Says uh, the lady is leaving, and then she, as Annette Benning is like leaving the office, and then she sees uh, uh, Oscar Isaac, who is uh, like the kind of the lead for the first part, yeah. and he says to her out loud, like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan. I'm a big fan. Like, big fan of what? Her, her therapy, being a therapist, and uh, then just out of nowhere, she plowed uh, gets plowed by a bus, and uh, and that's gonna come back later. <laughs> um, and then it turns out that uh, Oscar Isaac is like. Writing a script with Samuel L. Jackson in it, yeah, but like just like for himself, like it's not like he's a screenwriter. No, he's not. Who's that's important? It's not a screenwriter who's writing a movie that has uh, Samuel L. Jackson attached to it. Yeah, because I think Oscar Isaac's job is mentally ill man. Mentally ill man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bearded mentally ill man is his, is his actual profession. Game recognizes game. Game recognizes game. So like, yeah, he's. Writing a script with Samuel L. Jackson in it for nothing. Just for himself. Just because. Just something to do in between yelling at Starbucks. Uh, Not only yelling at Starbucks. Singing. Singing in Starbucks. To. Little Bob Dylan. Little Bob Dylan, which uh, gets referenced, oh, I don't know, 900 times in this movie. Well, it's because his dead bitch wife, Olivia Wilde. Spoiler. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't care. Uh was a, a big she's going through a big Dylan phase and like look there are some good sounding Bob Dylan songs and obviously he's a great lyricist but I could do without Dylan guys and Dan Fogelman is 100% a Dylan guy I wrote a note and I don't need him in my life I, uh, the, the, a note I wrote. Scott, I don't give two shits about Bob Dylan. You know who wants to suck his dead dick? Dan Fogelman. Yes. Um, I... So, then so. we get to see Oscar Isaac in... Uh, he's in therapy, and his therapist is Annette Benning. Yes. And it's sort of alluded to that his wife is no longer there. Yes. So then... We get the part where, uh, oh, sorry. So Oscar Isaac is like just dancing, singing, being annoying and sad. And I'm, I wrote, congratulations, Dan. You made me hate Oscar Isaac. Thanks, fucker. 
Yeah, a tall order too. Yeah, because I like Oscar. Delightful Isaac. and yeah. handsome. Yeah, um, and changed his Mexican name. <laughs> well, I think he's Cuban. I think he's Cuban. You want me to say it? I think he's Cuban. What's the difference, Mark? He's a Mark <laughs> I think he's Cuban I think he's type. Mark Cuban. Um. Okay, so I, the, this is the very disappointing part. So they were when they were alluding that she was she was gone, mm-hmm. and then I wrote, "Oh, an Olivia who gets pregnant and then isn't with the father anymore." <laughs> but then it turned out that that joke didn't really work. Shout out to the comeback kid, John Mulaney. <laughs> so, you know how when you write a script and it's I like, do. and it's like important to give the characters meaningful dialogue so that you as an audience member get invested in this person's emotions and in their actions and in their connections with other people sure and how that's the way that you get to learn their backstory yeah i got you well um fuck it we're just gonna do flashbacks where we tell you their entire life story in like 10 minute segments Mm -hmm. because i don't actually want to be uh, emotionally invested in learning the person. I just want to be shown, and not only shown, but directly told. I was going to say the exact thought process yeah. of the script because because they, they they say show don't tell, but this was show and tell loudly. Yeah, <laughs> scream it. Yeah, uh, one one of the flashbacks was them in uh, Pulp Fiction cosplay at a, at a Halloween party and right like right just when I first saw them in the Pulp Fiction costumes I'm like oh I think I might hate this movie <laughs> <laughs> and they were like reenacting the scene from it like at the party yeah. like that, that's not a part of Halloween parties no is, is doing little performances little skits based on your costumes that's not a that's not a thing that happens if it, if it was I would leave so fucking fast I would oh never God. speak to anyone at that party ever again. No, I, I'd say some relationships would be severed. Like if some guys, at that point. if some guys, and by some guys I mean more than one guy at every Halloween party ever, just started reenacting scenes from Top Gun, I would, I would go <laughs> postal on that party. Horrible. I would shoot to kill. <laughs> uh, there would be more than one dead goose. <laughs> Just uh, just like when Sully landed the plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of dead geese. Sully's a real hero. I like Sully. Um, also, had an important note for that. Uh, would you jerk offs in the Pulp Fiction cosplay get out of the way so I can see the girl in the animal costume yeah, in the background? Because yeah, yeah. it looked like it looked like a decent costume too, and I barely got any of it. I'm like, well, I, well, you, you've you've sold me on hating you, movie. So good job. That was the last straw. I was already I was mad at the Pulp Fiction to begin with. And then, then you're gonna fucking cuck yeah. me on a potential good animal costume? Get out of here! Get, fuck you! Uh, Tail shoved up her ass. Here's a here's here's a real thing that drove me nuts. Like the whole Oscar Isaac Olivia Wilde thing. Yeah. Well, no, so number one, when they're at the 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 flashbacks, they are supposed to be in high school, and uh, they look the same. They look, oh, I, they I look loved, like 30 or 40 year olds just playing high school. Games. I loved a uh, college freshman, to use the terminology, <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Yeah. Looks a lot like now, Olivia Wilde. Like they actively didn't do anything to make. Um, like, Oscar Isaac shaved. I was going to say, like, all he did was, like, shave right before they went to camera. Yes. So that it looked baby fresh. Yeah. But, like, they were the same. They might not have been 19. You don't say. I do you say. You don't say. 
so yeah, here's a real big issue that I had uh, that, One? Made, that made me very angry mm. was uh, that in the story, Olivia Wilde's character uh, is doing a commentary on uh, unreliable narrators mm. in literature in a movie about unreliable narrators. You're uh, she. She is. You're a real cool guy, Dan. <laughs> if I ever see you in person. I'm going to throat punch you. He thought he was so smart. Oh, and and the what smartest. I, what I like about this is there's a beautiful irony in this that I don't think he realizes because he's not as smart as me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so she's writing her thesis on unreliable narrators and how most people say they're they're just a, a gimmick that gets used sometimes, but her thesis is that uh, sort of by definition, all narrators have some degree of unreliability, and isn't the the ultimate unreliable narrator life itself? You said it. Uh, so, so that was the thing, and that's where life itself comes from. But it it comes out later that her uh, when she actually did the thesis, it was not well received and considered stupid. Oh, you don't say. Like this movie. This movie yeah. is the that thesis. thesis. Yeah. But he thinks yeah. the movie's good. Yeah. He thinks the movie is the girl's book at the end. Yes. It's not. Yeah, this... It's Olivia Wilde's thesis. Yes. And I will say this because I'm not 100% sure. If Fogelman meant it to be that, he's a genius. I'm going to say he didn't. I'm going to agree with I you. I don't think there's a universe we live in where that was the intention. It wasn't. But yeah. So I liked that irony that he yeah. didn't see. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, but also, yeah. So she's doing this whole thing about li- life. But then she's, yeah, but then she says, but life also sometimes is an unreliable narrator. So, like, it's just it's this wild thing where life's always changing and evolving. Like, I mean, I'm not a literary person. I don't, I don't read. Me? I'm a reader. I don't read uh, because I look, I'm a visual person. Like, I would rather watch a movie so I can visually see things and stimulate myself that way. I only read nonfiction, and it has to be about things I'm interested in. But, I, yeah, so I've, like, you know, there are people that have read, like, every book, and I've seen a lot every of books. movie. So That's true. I'm more of a movie guy, but, like, aren't there several movie, or several, like, books with reliable and omniscient, narrators? reliable narrators. Like, yeah. Isn't there, a, like, I mean, the only you, one you that I think can, so. Well, the only one that I can think of is Catcher in the Rye. I don't trust that kid. Why? That kid's a bitch. Well, also that guy led to somebody murdering John Lennon. So, um, but it, I mean, like, yeah, the, it, some good came from the book. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the biggest creep in the world got murdered. <laughs> I saw something really funny online that uh, it was like a it was like World Vegan Day or something, and it was a picture of uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr like together. Yeah, and from like you know like recently, and they were like. Ah, the two surviving Beatles, Beatles together because uh, like the, the the two living Beatles together celebrating World Vegan Day, mm-hmm. and somebody's caption under the bottom was, "I don't think John Lennon died because he wasn't a vegan." 
<laughs> this is this is what got them there. Veganism. Yeah. That that's why. Maybe maybe George Harrison died because he wasn't a vegan. But I'm pretty sure John Lennon didn't die from eating meat. <laughs> George Harrison died because his brain was made of pudding. It was made yeah, pudding brain. Um I'm but George at Harrison, the same time, my head's made of pudding. So her argument is that there's only unreliable narrators yes. and real life. But then also real, real life, life is, is an, an unreliable, unreliable narrator. narrator. Yeah. So we're just third person narrative just doesn't exist. I guess. So to her, it's only one or the other. Yeah. There's no alternative. No, not Ugh. as per the thesis. And like I don't, you're which right. is why the thesis was bad. Yeah, exactly. Like you that you are a hundred percent right that that's what Fogelman was going for. Yeah. That this movie has unreliable narrators and like life is changing the narrative. Yes. Like. <laughs> so like at this point this was the point where I, I wrote I hate the writing I hate the directing I hate the acting I hate Dan Fogelman I said it's like when Harry met Sally but it's written by somebody who is completely dependent on Ritalin because everything <laughs> needs to be like oh this oh this oh and then this oh cool and then they'll do this and then they'll do this like that that's what the that's what yeah. their their narrative of the two of them is yeah is like it, it mostly came from her giving that pitch of her thesis in the apartment while they're doing keg stands yeah 40 year old oscar isaac he's a college, college freshman, freshman <laughs> doing uh keg stands yeah um so then this is the part where we get to see bus two which is uh the whole so the whole thing he wrote about Annette Benning was him coping was him coping with the fact that that's what happened to Olivia Wilde to his pregnant ass so wife so she got hit by a van uh, by a bus and died yeah um and then this was him like going to Annette Benning and coping with it uh which spoiler alert he doesn't cope very well not well and he uh Geely style uh gets uh <laughs> escalated quickly mm-hmm where he kills himself in her office. Shoots himself in the goddamn Shoots head in, in her office. Goddamn head, which I I can't imagine she dealt with well, but we don't see her for the rest of the movie. Uh, no, she that's uh it seems like an Annette Benning problem. Yeah, goodbye, Annette. Uh orphans his baby, what? which survived the bus crash. Yay. Which I don't know about that. If a bus slams you and you're pregnant, I think and if a bus slams you and you're pregnant and you die, I think the kid's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if emergency vehicles got there right away. Yeah. Like, that's pretty impossible. Like, she got plowed, But don't too. worry. It didn't, it didn't bump her. But don't worry. The, the kid turns out fine. Kid turns out great. So, I, at this point, like, I, I paused it so I could, like, get up, get a drink, go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And realized that, like, chapter one was, like, 40 fucking minutes. The chapters are not of equal length. Yeah. Chapter one is the longest. So then why the fuck are you doing chapters? Why are you doing chapters? Great question. Uh, so we get to see their, uh, their daughter, who, uh, her name is Dylan. Dylan. Brock, I hate you. Um, (laughs) so she's, um, like, none of the other stuff matters. She's a fucking, like, ooh, super edgy, like, teen, like. She is an edgy teen. She's, uh, because she wears black and she's in a band, so she's super edgy. She's raised by... Olivia Wilde's parents or his parents? Uh, no, Olivia's Wilde, Olivia Wilde's parents died in a car accident. Yes. That, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll get to that. In a yeah. yeah. So they're raised by his parents, who are Mandy Patinkin and Jean Smart, who would uh, I would not mind being my parents. No, those and are, also those are cool parents. Mandy Patinkin is a is a very accurate Oscar Isaac dad. Yeah, like they they match up. Quite I buy well. him as an Oscar Isaac quite dad. well. Yeah, yeah. I I like Mandy a lot. Me I've, too. I've liked him since uh, Dead Like Me. Hmm. Hmm. I watched a little of that. 
Even though good. it's a TV show. Even though it's a TV show and you're anti-television. Um, uh, so yeah, and then at this point, uh, I write... Oh yeah, because the, the first... During, <laughs> during Pulp Fiction, I wrote, uh, I think this movie might suck. And then around here, I wrote, oh yeah, I hate this movie. <laughs> and, and then I wrote, yeah, this is, this is tragedy porn. Yeah, because they get into Olivia Wilde's story, which is when she was seven or whatever. She was in a car crash with her parents, who died in the car, and she was trapped in the car for an hour. And oh yeah, P.S. Her dad was decapitated. Yep, uh, which she just got to sit there and look at for an hour, and then I'm gonna yeah. look at my decapitated dad in this fucking movie. Yeah, and then Olivia Wilde is plowed by a bus. Uh, her. Her husband uh, shoots himself in his therapist's office less than six months later. The uh, Their daughter grows up orphaned and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, this, this is uh, it's this is like This Is Us tragedy times a thousand. Hmm. I don't know what happens in This Is Us because I don't give a fuck. People die? It's in... Uh, they adopt a black kid and then they kill themselves because they have a black son? There, yeah, there's a bit of that for sure. But yeah, it's, it's very emotionally manipulative. Right. Right. Uh... This kind of led me to uh, the the question of, like, why is she so edgy and angry? She didn't see her parents. She wasn't, a, like, a, a, you know, a young girl when her father killed himself. Yeah. Like, why is she growing up she to has be no, so angry? She has zero and, memory of her parents. She only has... Uh, grandparents Manny Patinkin and now dead Gene Smart dead because James not enough people have died yet no well, well of course not yeah and I don't think anybody else dies for the rest of the movie no it's fine yeah um, it's smooth sailing from here then yeah um, so then she's like in a band where she sings a fucking Bob Dylan song fucking punk cover but, of a Bob yeah, Dylan but, song and it sucks oh, terrible and it was like it got screamo at the end yeah and Ooh. like because of course she's gonna be this cool emo girl who sings bob dylan songs yep like because that's what every angsty teenage girl does yeah um and then she's like upset and she beats up some girl and like shoves a peanut butter sandwich in her face or something yep but then she's outside upset and then somebody comes over to ask her if she's okay but you don't see him right away mm. and then we get fucking backstory inception because <laughs> yes, we do. we're gonna learn this guy's backstory but first we have to learn his parents backstory of course so um cut to spain cut to spain um so, yeah, I mean, I honestly, like, didn't take any notes during this part because it's legitimately the worst. It's the worst part of the movie. Here, and here. which is very frustrating because it has my favorite actor of the movie in it. <laughs> yeah, here, here's my note for this entire thing. Antonio Banderas will cuck you. <laughs> Absolutely. But I would let him. Sure. He's, he's so fucking handsome. I'd let him for the story. Uh, yeah, I would, I, I would encourage it. Yeah. I'm an encourager and you're a gainer. <laughs> Um, Together we're quite a team. Yeah. So yeah. Have it, you lost weight? No. no. <laughs> so we're uh, we're in Spain. It's this kid. This we're, we're following like uh, the kid, the guy who we're gonna find out about eventually in this fucking inception of backstory. Uh, that his parents, uh, uh, that he, that the father works for a an olive baron. 
Yes. Uh, and to- played by Antonio Banderas. And uh, Antonio and him have this, like, big sit-down meeting where Antonio tells him his entire life story. Like, my dad was shitty, and he was a really bad dad, and that's why I had to be such a hard worker, because I had to get my dad's approval or some shit yeah. or whatever. And it it's like a... 10 or like 10 minute scene and it, of him sitting there talking about his dad just drinking very slowly doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter and the other guy the de- the the kid's dad like doesn't really say or do anything no it's it, just it, antonio it's, banderas doing a monologue yeah and it's not about antonio it's about antonio's employee's son yeah that's who we're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. no one cares about antonio's no. dad no it's and it it's fucking it's completely irrelevant to anything that's happening in the story. And then the uh, then he's like, hey, everybody else uses rakes to pick olives. How come you use your hands? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I just do. I like the feel of olives. Like, I go by feel. You're the, form, you're the foreman, foreman now. You're in charge now. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You live in the nice house. That's stupid. <laughs> so, he, yeah, they move into the house. And then we learn that the kid's name is Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's just like. He'll, he'll also go by Rod or Rigo. Uh, I like Rigo. Rigo's a good name. Uh, turns out Antonio Banderas is doing this whole thing because he wants to fuck the guy's wife. Yep. Which, why wouldn't you? Don't blame him. Um, then uh, I just kind of wrote, um, so then, Antonio being in love with your wife means you need to leave the family? Yeah. He got cucked so hard he left. Like, ultimate embarrassment? Yeah. Like, oh man, I like I can't compete with Antonio. Well, I better fucking leave. Self-imposed like, exile. Because, like, I, um, I will admit... I lost interest at this point. No. The wife was into Antonio or not into Antonio? <laughs> the wife, I will say, this might be controversial, okay. kind of a bitch. <laughs> because, okay. Because she, uh, she obviously did enough to send her husband away. Yeah. Uh, but then was like to Antonio, she's like, you're cool, but I'll never love you like my husband. So mm. she was just mean to everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's you fair. know, yeah, yeah. like a woman, <laughs> like a woman, like a Spanish woman. <laughs> um, okay, so here, here's like a real big fucking problem. How do timelines work, Scott? Well, time is a flat circle. Ah, Matthew McConaughey taught us that. And, and- Oscar winner Matthew McConaughey mm. taught us that. His idols, himself. Now, in the past, in oh, the future. Oh, oh, I just got like a weird, like visceral reaction when you said, oh, I forgot about that yeah. speech. Yeah. His hero is him in the fu- future. In the past, his past self, oh. his present self, and his future self are his oh. heroes. We're, we're probably going to have to stop the show for a while. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so... You'd have to talk for a minute. I, I, I need to like, lie down. Here's how the timeline in their mind works. Uh-huh. So... They state at the begin at the beginning that Abby Olivia Wilde's character was born in 1985. When they, Part of the Reagan administration. When they do her 10 minute backstory, trickle down economics, war on drugs, all going great. So let's assume that she gets hit by the bus and dies the Present year day. of the movie. So let's say 2018, 2018 for the sake of argument. She's 33. So she's 33. Then when we see. Dylan, the daughter. Dylan is, Dylan is born in 2018. It's she's born in 2018, and it's just after her 21st birthday. Takes us to 2039. So 2039. Yes. However, 
everything in, in 2039 is exactly the same as 2018. People no, still rock, nothing has changed in 21 years. Rocking iPhone 8s. And then... At the, by the Spoiler, end, there's another generation yeah, so after by that. By the end of the movie, we're seeing Dylan and Rodrigo's daughter, yes. who is somewhere between 20 and 30 years old. Yeah. And Which she, puts us probably in the 2060s. So, yeah, like, on the low end, it's 2059, and on the high end, it's 2069. Nice. Uh, so, we, we are at this point at 2069, and... Everything is exactly the same as still rock and iPhone. Nothing has changed. (laughs) Like they didn't actively try at all to make it look like no. Like I'm not saying you have to have flying cars and fucking futuristic. I wouldn't have minded a flying car. I mean, me too. It would have saved this fucking movie. But there was nothing. But she's like the daughter has written a book. Yeah, and the book, which is the good version, is literally what the entire story has been. Like originally, you're like, oh, this is. This is Oscar Isaac's script that he's writing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, this is a, this is a Dylan, Dylan and Rodrigo's fucking love story. Like, yeah. no, it's the daughter writing about, like, the history of yeah. her family's life and that she has this best-selling novel. What's the name of the novel? I don't remember. Life Itself. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, maybe, I, maybe I was zoned out <laughs> yeah. that part. Um, well, it was late this morning. Yeah. So, so what, what a part, like... Uh, Turns out that um, that uh, Rodrigo's dad wants to take them to uh, Nueva York. Nueva York. Nueva York. Nueva York. Um, Get to and, see the New York um, Yankees. The reason why uh, Abby, uh, Olivia Wilde, got hit by the bus was because little kid Rodrigo was the was uh, had distracted was the fucking bus around driver with the bus driver, and the bus driver hit her. Yeah. So it's his fault that yep. the mom's dead. Young Rodrigo's a murderer. Uh, but it's okay. He he fucked the daughter of the woman he killed, so he made up for it. Yeah. Question mark. Yep, kind of. Um, and then now uh, we go to the future, where uh, like sometime between twenty eighteen and twenty thirty nine, where Rodrigo. Yeah, it's like that's also a time frame issue. Is that like he's I don't know how old is he when they're in New York, like. Five, six, seven, six, six in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. And sh- okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so he's in theory six years older than her. Yeah. Than uh, Dylan. Ugh. Yeah. And uh, so now we are. I don't know if they actually say the year, but he's going to college. Yeah. At the same time, time. as her. Yeah. Yeah. So. He would be like twenty seven. So, so, so she's twenty one, and yeah. he's twenty seven. Yeah, going to college. He took a, a several gap years. Ah, yes, the gap years. He took a gap decade. A gap decade. <laughs> he's a fresh. He's a twenty seven year old freshman. Um, can we talk about how much I fucking hated Rodrigo's cunt girlfriend? Oh, the stupid vapid. I mean, she, like, was, basic she was bitch. She was written as a cunt. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I did not care for her. <sighs> You weren't supposed to. No, you weren't supposed yeah. to, but God, I fucking hated yeah. her. Perhaps um, the one successful thing the movie did. Yeah. 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 It, it, that was the one um, emotion, Desired effect. emotion I was supposed to have that I actually had. Yeah. Uh, and then just chapter five, I literally just wrote, what a twist <laughs> about the fucking book being written by the daughter and like, fuck off. 
Well, at the end of the day, we did learn that the uh, the ultimate unreliable narrator is life itself. Life itself. And Bob Dylan rocks, man. R.I.P. Bob Dylan. Roger Ebert. <laughs> R.I.P. Roger Ebert. You should lay off the fatty foods. <laughs> Good season two South Park episode title reference. And also Ad- one of advice. my moves. And also one of your moves. What was the move? I don't remember I what don't move was. I yeah. remember, but I remember we called. It. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, I think it was maybe the the off the ropes elbow drop, off the ropes elbow drop, off the ropes kiss the forearm <laughs> leg drop. I think might have been what it was. Maybe I like that. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the of every movie we've watched for this entire. Th- this all request and the previous all request. Ooh. I've hated nothing more than this movie. Wow, hated it. Big one. Hated it. You should watch this as us. I think you'll enjoy it. No, I don't. I, I don't approve of uh, white couples adopting black children. It's <laughs> even if the adopted black child grows up to be the sick ass dad from Waves. The sick ass dad from Waves slash um, oh Christopher oh. Darden from the OJ trial. Oh, I believe yeah. you get to fuck uh, uh, Sarah Paulson with a perm. <laughs> Pretty cool. Ugh. Pretty cool. Also, uh, I believe he was in, as we spoke about earlier, season maybe four of Supernatural. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Did he play Sterling K? Sterling K. Brown. Did he play a uh, type A jerk off as uh, as he seems to be wont to play these days? Uh, only in the beginning. Then he does a face turn. Oh, chilled out. Then he gets killed by demons. Fair enough. Yeah, because he's because uh, like you, so you saw waves. Yeah. So he's that in waves. Yeah. He's a chiller version of that in This Is Us, uh, like less pushy but yeah. still a little yeah. too in your face. Yeah. And then I also just saw at Sundance. Uh, it's not, it's not honk if you love Jesus, but it's uh, something. Honk if you're horny. It might be honk if you're horny. Just so horny. Honk. <laughs> it's like two sentences. It's like honk for Jesus, something else. Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Mm. With him and uh, Regina Hall, not to be confused. With uh, Regina King, Regina King. Uh, apparently, I just heard they're two different people. Wow! <laughs> yeah, which is uh, breaking news. Guy, breaking news. Regina's Regina's Hall and King, different. Different people. Different people. Uh, and he's uh, the same thing in that, except he also fucks boys. Ooh! So, is he a pastor? Yes. Cha-ching. <laughs> with, with accompanying body language. <laughs> All right. Which, of course, takes us to Black Christmases. Christmases. 1974 and 2019. If I was to do those I in... I Mises, look at me. <laughs> if I was to do those in Roman numerals, I would say uh, MCMLXXIV and, of course, MMXIX. XIX. XIXX. XIXX. Both of these from Tommy. recommended from Tommy. Young Thomas. Thomas. Look. I was about to say his just literal full name, and maybe I won't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it matters, but. So. So? We decided that uh, since they're, they're similar movies, we're going to do them together. 
Uh, yeah, we can compare. And also, because you picked too many movies, so we don't want to give you full time for everyone because you're a greedy little boy, greedy little bunny, greedy little bunny, <laughs> greedy little eager bunny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Black Christmas 1974 is kind of considered the be. It's like the proto slasher. It's movie. one of the original slashers. Like people yeah. consider it in line with like Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween, Halloween and stuff. Yeah, this um, predates Halloween by three years. Halloween 77. Yes. Yeah. Did you know? Yep. Little known fact that this was Elvis Presley's favorite horror movie. Interesting. And he would watch it every Christmas. And an even more bizarre fact is that this movie is Steve Martin's favorite movie, period. Interesting. Period. Number one of the Elvis thing, I mean, he only watched this for three Christmases. And then <laughs> that's then true. Died. That's true. But <laughs> so still, that's, that's pretty... not like it'd be more impressive if this came out in 1954. Or if Elvis case. lived longer than 1977. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess Steve Martin like actively said that to one, one of the cast members that he worked with on another movie and said like, oh no, maybe it was Margot Kidder. And he was like, "Oh, like you're in one, you're in like one of my favorite movies." And she hmm. thought it was like Superman. Superman. And he was like, "No, fucking Black Christmas." Black Christmas. Uh, yeah, we got a Margot Kidder. We got a young uh, Andrea young... Savage. Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. <laughs> Although we had a, we we've had an Andrea Savage. Yeah. Oh yeah, you think she's hotter than she is? Probably. Yeah. Is this the part where I said no, no? No. Yeah, you were horny for Andrea Savage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm into her. I'm. This isn't. You're not going to say you're horny for Andrea Martin, right? <laughs> no, because no, no, no. because I, I, I was like, wow, this is the youngest I've ever seen Andrea Martin. Also, still very homely. Still, still looks the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did write '70s Margot Kidder, pretty hot. Not bad. Pretty hot. Not bad. Also not hot um, and not crazy yet. Also, um, did this entire movie drunk? Because nice. her character oh, was maybe. drunk. Oh, and she method. And she insisted on drinking real alcohol on set. Queen. Yeah. But and but apparently was like a delightful drunk. I like might, everybody was like oh, really I, into her being drunk. I like that. I might be joining Team Kidder. Team Kidder? Because I just don't want her to show up in my bushes naked one day, but <laughs> um but yeah, if if that's yeah. the case, I might be back mm-hmm. on board. Um I <laughs> Very, very first, like, opening scene of the 1974, I like a POV murderer shot Mm -hmm. because then I get to pretend I'm the murderer. You're murdering a woman. And I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, it's a sorority house uh, around Christmas time. Also, these are very different movies. Oh, tell me about it. That's a note I made in the second one. There's also um, Black Xmas. 2007 or 6 I think which uh, I wish Tommy had picked that one because that one's got some insane twists and turns in it but also it's terrible Mm -hmm. Um, uh, much like 2019 Uh, so it's a uh, sorority house Um, I mean this is uh, this is almost CanCon because it's filmed in Toronto filmed in Toronto but it's not made by a Canadian they just like chose Toronto it has Canadians in it Yes, Canadians in it. And the uh, This is our CanCon for the podcast, baby. Yep. So thirty-five percent. Um, yeah. So they're all kind of getting pre- like uh, prepared for Christmas. Some of them are going away. They're going to throw like a little bit of a party. Um, they're all uh, like you know young and eager and want to fuck and uh, young dumb full of cum. Young dumb and will be full of cum soon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're all kind of uh, you know like the different stereotypical types of college girls. Uh, Margot Margo Kidder's like the the drunk uh, like party 
bitch who like doesn't put up with anybody's shit speaks her yeah. mind and then like uh, andrew martin's like the the kind of homely like mom type one yeah and then there's the exchange student british girl one who's like the smart one mm-hmm. and uh i mean you're smarter if you have a british accent correct um so then yeah they they're gonna throw a party and they're all uh i did of... like one line very early on where they were yeah the, the ones staying 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 there for the holidays and they're talking about townies and uh the 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 sentence you can't rape a townie was yeah. was spoken yeah. i'm like damn can't rape a townie <laughs> nice uh that that's really like the uh i'm gonna find me some townies. the town jizz jar type thing where, yeah like if everyone's fucking her you can do whatever you want yeah um so I wrote, um, oh yeah, sorry. So like they, they've been getting a series of like prank phone calls. Yeah. So it's the, the guy that they refer to as the moaner. Yes. So he calls and he just makes like weird, like nonsensical, like not even words, but just like vocalizations and like sounds and, but then also like, like louder. Cunt. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like he's just making noises. And, how, how, and how, how, how? <laughs> it's easy. Talk. It's easy. It's easy. Talk. Makes a couple of calls. Yeah. So he, um, you know, like at first they're sort of like playing with it. They think it's kind of funny, but then he starts getting like really vulgar. Yeah. Like he's like, he's threatening to kill them. Yeah. And then he like, one of them, like Margot Kidder, like gets on the phone to like kind of tell him off. And he calls her, uh, I'm going to kill you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, he was like, uh, like calls her a big cunt. You got a big cunt. Like, yeah. I'm gonna put it in your big cunt, big cunt. And so then I'm like, oh, if I could just call one girl a pretty big cunt, I would be so <laughs> yep. happy. Absolutely, so happy. So they, um, yeah. So a bunch of them are leaving, and a bunch of them are gonna go skiing for the weekend. But then there's like the the one girl who's gonna stay behind in the house, and they've got like a house mom who's like a complete full blown alcoholic, like Love can't her. can't live her life without being drunk. Yeah, hides booze around the house. Yeah, she like can't. She's like barely functioning. <laughs> so um, yeah. So the girl who stays behind uh, ends up getting murdered, and then uh, the rest of them like can't get a hold of her. And it uh, turns out that she's been murdered. She's yeah. been wrapped up in a tarp and, or like a plastic sheet in she's the attic. In the attic on a rocking chair. Yep. Facing out the window. Very cute. Um, and then, then the kitty came up and wanted to eat her. The kitty came up and was like, well, if you're dead, I'm going to eat you. Yeah. That's the fucking way like it works. That. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they're having – like her parents are concerned. The rest of the girls are concerned. This is where the British girl goes to visit her boyfriend. And uh, I get to talk about Drew's 70s college hockey corner. Uh-oh. Uh, so her boyfriend is the, the goalie for the local college team. And, uh, man, playing hockey in the 70s must have been wild. He was a goalie who barely had padding oh. Oh my god! And they were like firing pucks. The, the, the mask and pads were nothing. Yeah, but like even think about like twenty years before that, guys weren't even wearing masks. It, it was just your face, and it's not like the puck was softer. No. The puck was the same. But to be fair, nobody could lift it off the ice. I guess no one it was all along out. the ice. <laughs> Wrist shots and snapshots hadn't been invented yet. True. Um, but yeah, so they the. Um, Eventually, when they realize that, like, they can't find her, her stuff's not gone, uh, the cat's still in the house, 
They go to the police. The police detective they talk to is just like a total fucking prick. Like, just like, you dumb bitches. Like, who knows? She's probably off, like, slobbing some guy's dick or something. <laughs> and uh, that leads uh, drunk Margot Kidder to get, like, very, very... Uh, like confrontational with him and then the uh the, the police chief shows up who is uh john saxon who would yeah. later go on to be the sheriff of in nottingham in uh oh. nightmare on elm street mm. and he was also the white guy in enter the dragon oh yeah pretty cool nice um so yeah he he's like been in a lot of like horror things in in the 70s and 80s uh, so he pretty much like takes him aside and he's like, look, like I apologize for my, my asshole detective out there. Um, I'll, I'll like, you know, I'll help you or whatever. Like we're, we'll take this more seriously. Then her, her father shows up and he's like a rich guy. He's a rich of. guy who's just supposed to pick her up. Yeah. And she like um, doesn't show up. So now yeah. he gets invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, like kind of somewhere in here, I had, uh, I had two back to back notes. Uh, Ah, the seventies before editing was invented. Like it, it is a very, it is a mm. slow, patient movie. Yeah, it is. It, it's interesting, like watching a bunch of modern movies and then like a sixties or seventies movie because they're just, the pacing is so much. It's not worse. Yeah. No, it's no, just no. different. It's just different. Yeah. It's just different. And there's a lot more like lingering on things. A lot of lingering. Yeah, there's a lot they, more like slower push-ins on for sure. things. Like they, they like seventies and movies, sixties, seventies movies. Like they really want you to focus on details. Yes. Whereas like more modern ones are no like, time. This doesn't matter that much like yeah we put it there but like yeah we got, we got shit to do later later <laughs> the other things will happen it's we'll fine. deal with it and then yeah. right after that i wrote uh and before adults knew what fellatio meant <laughs> <laughs> yeah because one of the girls when they were giving the phone number were fucking with the the dumb cop at the yeah. station yeah. uh giving back when phone numbers had letters in them jesus christ yeah that's bizarre. And, and it was a, a new uh, a new exchange fe uh fellatio and she spelled it out for him and he's like okay fellatio like right. no fucking uh, clue. Uh, done. <laughs> Got it. Add information. Uh, very a much simpler time. Yeah. Well, speaking of simpler time, uh, I wrote uh, it must have been so easy to get away with crimes in the seventies. Like I mean, honestly, until... just don't taunt the cops, and You're, you'll be fine. And you win because taunting the cops is always what gets you caught. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's always like writing letters, making phone calls, like jerking off into a dress and then mailing it to yeah. them. Like that's the, what always gets you caught. So just the like semen bandit is struck again. Do do the murders and then just move on. Leave and you like they're not going to catch you. if you're not there when the cops show up. <laughs> exactly, you're good. Like don't get cocky about it. Yeah. Don't stand in the back of a crowd with like a little bit of blood on your face with, an, with a full on erection, <laughs> watching the cops and like muttering to yourself, "Never going to catch them. <laughs> they're never going to catch them." Like, that, yeah, it must have been so like, cool. Literally, any time in history before DNA and video surveillance yeah. was the golden age of crime. Absolutely. Any How time. people got caught. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of it is just like getting so power hungry yeah. that you need to murder. Yeah. That, like, that's the problem. Yeah, I understand. But, that. like, you murder, you move to another you, state. Yeah. You murder again, you move to another state. How are they going to connect you? There's, you're not exactly. You're, don't you're just safe. don't just don't phone the police, laughing at <laughs> Stop, them. Yes. You fat pig. Stop phoning you, the no. police. Um, something I didn't know was that uh, allegedly this script is based on a real life thing that happened hmm. in Montreal 
in the 60s, uh, in 1969, 1970, um, where, like, a, a serial killer named Wayne Bowden, uh, he, like, broke into a fraternity and killed three girls and, oh, wow. like, assaulted a couple other ones and then disappeared. And then there was a very similar crime uh, in Calgary in 1971 that they sort of attested to him. And he got given the nickname of the Vampire Rapist. Nice. Pretty sick. Pretty cool. I guess because he sneaks into your room at night and then rapes you. Yeah. You know, like a vampire. (laughs) vampire. All vampires are rapists. Um, But uh, only if they wear number eight. So he... uh, yeah, so then uh, all of the characters, as uh, is pretty common practice in uh, slasher films, uh, start getting picked off one by one. Yep. Um, there is a, there's a which was a new concept at the time. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, at the time was yeah it was very new. Uh, some of the, some of the kills are uh, pretty good. Some of them are pretty bad. Yeah, they <laughs> but, vary. But all of them are very um, like they're all like from the view of the killer. Yeah, and they're not overly graph like they're they're not they're not really like stretched out. It's like a very quick. It's like, a quick thing. Murder, and then we move on. It's like to when the, the house thing. mother gets murdered, there's like this hook on a chain from the ceiling that, the that he like yeah. swings into her face, yeah. and you you it's sort of the it's the hooks POV. Yeah, and you see it going into her face, but that's it. You and, don't see a bunch of well. Blood then you see anything. her legs kicking, and then you see her legs from she, below like, the and attic. She gets like yeah. cranked up by yeah. him. Like yeah, it's they're all like gruesome but they're not just like oh here's just like blood everywhere yeah. like you would yeah, see not much of that. later on mm-hmm. so like i don't know if that's just a, a part of censorship in the 70s or if it was know. like a choice by the director to like not show a bunch of blood and guts and stuff yeah like that's a interesting choice um so uh yeah then we get like uh margot kidder gets too drunk so they have to put her to bed, and then she gets murdered by a glass unicorn statue stabbed through her a bunch. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so, like, one by one, they all start getting picked off until it gets down to... And they keep getting calls. And they keep getting calls, and they're, like, getting more and more, like, aggressive. Yeah. Like, it definitely sounds like he's jerking off on the other end. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he's very much pleasuring himself he's having the time. idea that they, uh, they can't get him. Yeah. Um, so it gets down to the British girl who I didn't really think would be the main. Nope, me neither. But then I guess looking back at it, I was like, well, I don't know who I expected to be the main. Because, like, yeah. none of them, none of the other ones are, like, standout or important. Maybe enough. Margot Kidder if she fucking got her life together. No, she's having fun. All right. Fucking leave her alone. All right. I'll look at her tits in a bush. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so then she's the only one left in the house after everybody's been uh, taken out. And the suspicion uh, sort of narrows down to it's her boyfriend. Her right? boyfriend, yeah, yeah. Is the guy that they that she kind of feels like... Because they've been having some issues. Oh, she was going to have... She's pregnant and is going to have an abortion? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he was against that. He was against that because yeah. he's a good Christian boy. And then w- one of the calls so- sort of referenced killing a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, so she's been, like, sort of the contact point back and forth with the police. So the police put a trace on the phone. Yeah. Uh, which then, uh, this is, I, I assume, maybe it is, this is the first sort of, like, the call is coming from inside the yeah, house. Yeah, so when that happened, I'm like, oh, like... Or is there something <laughs> earlier on that we don't, like... Because I know there's, um... 
uh, I don't know what the name of the movie is. There, there is another movie that has it that's around the same time. Well, that's what I, I wrote down. Uh, so this is just When a Stranger Calls. Yeah. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, that was after this. So this is one uh, of the first things. Okay, okay, okay. It, there, uh, there was an this, – this part is based on an urban legend. Right. Uh, the the like the call is coming call from inside the, the house is, is an, an urban, urban legend. legend that's been around since sort of the 50s I think. Oh. And I think there's been some other works that kind of reference it. This how might have you, been the first major movie how do you that it called your own house. I don't know, but you kind of used to be able to. Weird. Cuz I remember at my grandparents' house, I could dial the number, hang it up and make it ring. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. So I think it was a thing you could do. Back in the dial-up days. Back in the dial-up days. Back yeah. when we were all... Back in 1974, when we were all in 56K modems. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they, they tell her to get out of the house, and she's like, no, I, I, I think I did this out of order, because Margot Kidder gets killed. No, no, she... She's dead. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah. So, but she's like, I have to go upstairs and get my friends. She's, and they're like, No, leave the house right now. He's in the and house. And she doesn't. And she doesn't because she's a she's stupid ask, woman asking for it. Really. Um. But then it turns out the boyfriend has also been in the house the whole time. Weird. And he's just sort of like. So we're like, Oh, it is the boyfriend. Yeah. So he's just been like waiting for her to be alone so he can like uh, talk to her or sexually assault her or cut off her hand so she can't get an abortion. I don't know. Either or. Well, however that thing works. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah. So she, so she kind of like, like now is fully suspecting that it's him. Uh, she runs away into the basement where, and locks the door. And then somebody, somebody's trying to like kick the door in. And then there's a face appears in like the ground level window. Yeah. Uh, and so she's, uh, she's fully panicked and she gets, a, a coal poker. Or a lead pipe or a crowbar? Yeah, something, something a, like that. A, a heavy metal object. Yeah. Uh, and then all the next thing all we see, and she's yelling, she screams when she goes down the stairs. Yeah. And then all she, all the next thing is like the door gets kicked in. It's the boyfriend. Yeah. He comes down the stairs to, you know, presumably you're thinking attacker. Yeah. Uh, then there's a off screen struggle. Yeah. Then the police show up. Kick the door in. Yeah. Come down in the basement. She's laying there, like, sort of, uh, like, dazed. Yeah. The boyfriend is on top of her dead. dead. And they're like, well, fucking, we fucking got the killer. We got, we got him. All over, boys. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Barack Obama. <laughs> um... So then, yeah, they take her out, they leave, and then you sort of get like this, like the music picks up, and you so, you get like a quick, very, a very slow, like, upstairs in the attic, and you get the reveal of like the Margot Kidder's dead body, and the old woman's dead body. Yeah, because they, they've then, never found, they've they, no one's ever been to the attic. No one's ever been in the attic, no. Yeah, and so the ha- house mother and, chair, and first girl whose dad came for her yeah, uh, have just, just like, not been there, found. And you can hear like this heavy... Like the heavy panting breathing, yeah. Uh, as the camera like pulls out of the house and away from the house, and like that's it. And you and the, you can hear the the phone softly ringing. Oh which, yeah, which is a yeah. very nice touch actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like pretty good. Like for seventies, yeah. Seventies horror can can be really hit or miss, but like yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Like it's good. It is slow. Uh, and like, you know, it, it's good that it's not just like all the violence that you see in I don't know every other fucking movie. Yeah, like Black Christmas twenty nineteen. <laughs> So, 
So it starts with a bitch in high jeans asking about her diva cup. And I'm like, you've already lost me. Oh, yeah. We, I am immediately out. This movie... Can I opt out of this movie? You can. <laughs> this movie falls into the category of the, the, the Cloverfield. Like, we have a script. It's done. What intellectual property do what we own? What can we slap on this? Uh, I think we own Black Christmas. I think we have, the, I think we have the Walking Dead. Done. Black Christmas. Yep, close enough. Change a little bit so it's the same. Let's go with it. Oh, and oh, I forgot my final and most important note about the the first one, which is yeah, yeah, more applicable than the first and the second. Uh, this movie was neither very Christmassy nor did it have a single black person in it. Well, this was not a black Christmas. You know why? I do know why. But I mean, it was set around Christmas. The guy had the Santa was going to get the Santa suit. Yeah, but had the Santa as suit. things went on, it didn't matter oh, that it was, it was Christmas. after Christmas. Sure. <laughs> December twenty sixth, everything comes down. The, um, I feel like there was an original, different title which was better, or maybe I'm just thinking of Don't Look Now. I might be thinking of Don't Look Now. Which was uh, oh, in in Venice, a red December, yeah, yeah. which I like. Yeah, yeah that is very good. Um, th- but this might have had a different title too that I think was better than Black Christmas. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Scott, I think it's very funny and very cute that you thought we would be done this in three hours. I think so too. <laughs> um, even though, do you, do you I, even though after, I actively told you, do you think after we finish talking about uh, Black Christmas 2019, we might uh, stop it? And then it's very possible. restart for a part is two. Very possible. Good turn. Um, I'm. I, I will tell you the trivia, but I don't know if I'm going to find it fast enough. Um, want me to vamp? You can vamp. Uh, just want to. Ah, well, the original title for the film script, yeah, was "Stop Me." Yes. Better yeah. title. Because the, the, uh, the guy on the phone said that yeah. sometimes. But then the director yes. came oh, up with the also, title Black Christmas. Also, I wrote it down. <laughs> so, <laughs> original title, Stop Me, is better. Do you people see what I'm dealing with on a regular basis? You know what? That's on me. That's on me, I guys. I think he might be a lion. No! Uh, no! I guess the name <laughs> is... Uh... If I TF Jumanji style into a lion, I will be... So mad at you. <laughs> uh, the director changed the title, saying that it was... Uh, he liked the irony of something dark occurring during a festive holiday. It is a tongue-in-cheek reference to the Christmas song, White Christmas. Yeah, I got that, guy. Thanks. Uh, I still think Stop Me is better. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Um, 2019. Sorry, I was reading. Uh, I was reading more trivia about uh, about uh, that, is, the movie. Anyways, is um, cool? so yeah, the the first note I wrote is uh, the fakest looking snow I've ever seen. Oh yeah, uh, when yeah, yeah, yeah. she like gets dragged through it and it's like yeah, this I don't was, know shredded paper. This was filmed in summer. <laughs> uh, awful, just yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. So the whole movie is like total like feminism women empowerment but it really does not do a good job of like doing it in a positive way no not really like everything about it it's it's 
Like, is it directed by a woman? I don't know. Gotta be. Has maybe. to be. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah, it, maybe. Are men even allowed to direct movies anymore? No. Uh, white men especially not. Well, certainly. Um, we had our chance. We had our chance, made a bunch of great movies, and now aren't allowed to anymore. Yeah. Uh, is, in fact, directed by a woman. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Is she and, a woman of color? Uh, mm. I mean, her last name is Tikal. So it, she's also the writer along with another woman. Of color? Uh, I don't know. They don't have pictures, so <laughs> I can't even tell you. Sophia Tikal would appear to be white. Sad. And uh, the other one... That's why I didn't get an Oscar. A- April Wolf... I'm listening. ...would appear to be also white. Hmm. And they also look like they actively hate penis. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they do not do a good job of, like, making them, like sympathetic lead characters like it's fine to have the feminist subtext in there but you you can't like not all feminists need to be cunts hashtag (laughs) not all women not all women like they can be i know lots of like feminist leaning leaning women that are very cool people Mm -hmm. and like that's that's like me yeah feminist leaning very cool very cool woman uh (laughs) But, like, this story is just nothing but, like, femi- like the, the aggressive anti-male feminism. Yeah. Which it doesn't need to be to be a feminist movie. It really doesn't. But, but that's uh, how they wrote it. But yeah, because everything has to be written in, like, the most simplistic terms, basically. And there's, like, no yeah. room for nuance in anything. No, yeah. So. Don't hurt yourself. Uh, they're, so they're having the, the whole kind of, and like the whole plot is just so fucking lazy. The entire plot hinges around a statue of the owner or the founder of the college they go to. I mean, there is a cool line. Oh, I'm going to get to it. It's the first note I wrote. It's my second. Oh, it's second. first was about tight jeans and diva cup. Uh, Mine was the fake. Sorry. High jeans and diva cup. Uh, that they got a protest, like a, a petition signed to have his statue removed. Yes. Because. Kelvin Hawthorne was a bastard. He owned slaves in the North. And Did you write a response to I that wrote, statement? Owning slaves in the North. Tight move or the tightest move? True. True. Come over here. It's somewhere up here. Look, look. It's, ah, ah. Yeah, you broke your windscreen. It's near the top of the. What did I write? Tight. Tight. All caps. This I, I is wrote, why we're friends. I wrote tightest move. Tightest all caps. move. I mean, this. Yeah. This was meant to be. Meant to be. Uh, you know what? The divorce is off. <laughs> yeah, we're no longer getting divorced, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. That is in like even in. <laughs> Just from a comedic standpoint, we wrote that is the tight funniest and tightest. Yeah, Christopher Titus. Christopher Titus move. <laughs> Um, Amazing, but yeah, it, comedically it's, it's fantastic. Like, but even just like from a like a historical standpoint, like yeah. you're on the side that wants to get rid of slavery, yeah. But also you have slaves, yeah. Like <laughs> there is nothing funnier. It's than very that. funny. <laughs> it's a it's a giant hat. It's a bigger than normal, so it's, it's uh, funny. 
It's funny. It's funny hat. Funny, funny hat. Uh, yeah, like, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, that guy seems like a really cool guy. I mean, didn't George I mean, Washington own slaves? Washington did, Jefferson did, raped his slaves and had a bunch of bastard children. A bunch of beautiful mocha-colored bastard also children. Also tight. Also tight. If, but I would love to go to Hawthorne University. Me too. Scott, if I own slaves... Okay. Which, if I was to time travel... Yeah. If I was to time travel to the 1960s... I would. <laughs> um, I would fuck my slaves. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah, of course. Listen. Imagine. It's... P- pussy's pussy. <laughs> oh, boy. You might be on your own in a second here. <laughs> no, I'm done. Um, so... Here, here's the next line I wrote that I doesn't necessarily go along with the sto- like the plot. Uh, how did they even make horror movies before they had cell phones to use for every single plot device? I don't, I, I, I don't can't know. even ask, fathom. Ask Black Christmas, nineteen seventy four. I can't even fathom how movies are made anymore. When with with uh, how you would make one with they are a cell phone. somewhat reliant. Oh, on them. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Uh, my next note was so we're petitioning to fire this prof because he's teaching the curriculum correct yeah yeah because he's not woke enough yeah but like do the profs make the curriculum nope i feel like I there's mean, some sort of prescribed i mean the, i guess they, some of them do they, there's wiggle room within it but i feel like there's some sort of prescribed thing you, you can't just teach any books in literature i don't know i went to an art school so i don't i, don't <laughs> so I, say I didn't matter. learn things for real yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i but, learned i learned color palettes that, that's nice, too. I learned what colors go nice together. That's also important. Yeah. I mean, it does lead to pretty gear, so yeah. it's not like it wasn't valuable. Uh, I mean, it, so it does kind of follow the same thing. It's like, it's a fraternity, it's a... Uh, it does for a fr- while, but then it gets very different. Yeah, yeah, But so it follows, like, a group of girls at their sorority house around Christmas time, and they're all kind of figuring out what they're going to do, and the lead girl is Imogen Poots, who I weirdly have an attraction to sure even though i probably shouldn't because she got a weird nose the, um, the, this is the one you had alluded no, no, to no 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 no. this okay. is me making a statement okay um and uh then they're like a bunch of like dude bros who all go to a fraternity yeah and uh they're like super like we hate women yeah. And then there's a cool... A real, they're a real uh, no means yes, yes means anal. Absolutely. Yep. Um, they, all, they all went to... They all played for lacrosse at Duke. I, I got to see the 30 for 30 on that. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds interesting. So, of course it does. Think, well, at the end... Look of, what the subject matter is. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. Um, dudes rock and women are liars. <laughs> you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. Um... So yeah, they uh, I, I, they all are getting raped at a party. No, one of them almost gets date raped. One of them almost gets date raped, and then they um, at, they they organize a little performance from for some of the sorority girls at the frat. Yeah, and then it turns out to be a uh, uh, Christmas song parody. A about the fact that the guys are rapists. Yeah. And the especially, guys get... like, especially the one guy who raped her. Yeah. But then nobody believes her. Yeah. That he did it. Because he's a cool jock and of course he didn't do it. Um, so that kind of like gets them really pissed off at the girls. So then all this like bad evil stuff starts happening to them. And they all just like assume it's them. Yeah. Because it is them. Um, uh, yeah. 
And uh, what a twist! <laughs> yeah. Like so, but the reason is different. Yeah. Than you so thought. it's not a creepy guy hiding in the walls who, or, or creeping hiding in the attic. No, and there's not. Oh, I was gonna say there's no phone. Call. There, there is a a stranger texting. Yeah. Because uh, God forbid you. Yeah. Make up like nobody makes phone calls in 2019. So. And then I guess sort of the one, I don't know if it's misdirect or just one like layer of the movie was, uh, I wrote a, I hope this, I hope this cuck Landon is the killer. Otherwise he's just a cuck. Uh, turns out he was just a cuck. Just a cuck. <laughs> just a cuck. Yeah. He's like the nice guy they yeah. meet. He's like, uh, he's some kind of mutt. And uh, he's he's really he uh, he's really into. Uh, he might be Imogen. one of uh, Thomas Jefferson's kids. Yeah, yeah, he might be. And he's really, yeah, he's really into uh, Imogen and uh, yeah, tries to befriend her. And everybody just assumes that they're gonna fuck. And also, then, and but and then from a- after their first meeting, every time she runs into him after that. Shit, like something horrible has just happened to her, yes. and she, so she's he's always there at the wrong. Time. Yeah, and she's always just acting crazy to him. Yes. I can't believe he stuck around after the second meeting. He's a dumb cock. <laughs> he is a dumb cock. He's a dumb cock. He's a fucking simp. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that? Not on Twitch. Well, good thing we're not on Twitch. Uh, should we be on Twitch? No, we're not going to be on Twitch. Um, Maybe. People people do want us to do like a live podcast on Twitch. What? Yeah. Who's people? A lot of people. What's a lot? Look, a lot of people are saying uh, <laughs> that, a lot of people saying that uh, this Kamala Harris, she's a dumb bitch. And that uh, Jew and Scott should... Uh, Jew and Scott? How uh, dare you? And that Jew and Scott <laughs> should be streaming on Twitch. Everyone like it. It's going to be big. It's going to be the, the hugest Twitch stream anyone's ever done. It's going to be it's gonna be beautiful. I'll do it if we get enough support. That You know what? My thoughts exactly. And I'll do it in the mask. Ooh, that's cute. Yeah. Even though it's uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, good thing I'm not wrestling it anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, so ultimately what ends up happening is they uh, they get... They're like... Progressively, they're being attacked by people in a cloak. And yeah. then they like kill a couple of them and they're like oozing black machismo. Yeah. And... Oh, including one of the kills straight up the shot from Exorcist 3. Yes. Which pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I um, mean, it's, it's, a, it's a homage, Scott. It's a homage. Yeah, it's a homage. It was like it was just wor- worse because one of the cool things about the Exorcist three shot in the hospital is how far away it shot from, yeah. and this was literally the same thing happening, but from but like, closer but up, like right so here. it's not as good. It's not as scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it sucked. Um, so they kill one. He's like oozing black machismo, and then <laughs> a real Jay Lethal, a real, real Jay Lethal, and uh, they're like, well, "What the fuck is this? I don't understand." And then they they're like, "Well, we killed him, so it's fine." And then just like another one appears, and they're like, "Well, what the fuck? Like how how many are there?" Uh, long story short, it turns out that the the, the dude bro fraternity who is secretly being run by the uh, professor who they were trying who to... is just teaching the <laughs> yeah. curriculum uh, who is played by Carrie John Elway and uh, elves elves Carrie elves Elvis Elvis elves elves John Elway <laughs> Carrie Elway uh, who is yeah he's like sort of the mastermind behind it and it turns out 
that uh, when they wanted to get the the statue removed and they the statue of hero of Calvin Hero Calvin Hawthorne, um, they stole the statue to preserve his memory. And but it's when, also full of magic black goo. <laughs> and when they put it in their fraternity, it was full of black magic, and it uh, it infected all of them. With... And when when they reveal that, I'm like, oh, so this is very different. Like, there's no magic in the first. No, one. and there's also like there's no, nothing supernatural. There's no serial killer. Yeah, like that's true. Yeah, it's, it's not like a it's not a slasher movie. Per no, se. that's why I said like it's just intellectual property. Yeah, it's oh fraternity girls near Christmas, like near Christmas, or we can make it near Christmas. Yeah, like oh I don't know Black Christmas done <laughs> done. Like it has nothing other than the fratern- like the fr- uh, like the uh, sorority house. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. No, so. They uh, they end up ca- they they get uh, Cuckboy and they give him the poison and then they're gonna get him to I don't know rape Emojin Poots maybe yeah um, but then like what a what a great name but also like only one girl dies right yeah there, uh, and, one or two well, yeah and like they, the rest of them all su- one, one gets exorcisted and uh, they're one at the beginning in the opening scene yeah. One gets exorcisted and maybe one more. Maybe. Yeah. And so it's just like all of the girls survive and are now I like... I think one eats it when the multiple guys in the cloaks invade the yes. house. Yes. Yeah. So all of them are just like total unstoppable feminist badasses now who all like know level 10 karate <laughs> and all come like busting in with weapons. So I, Yeah. So I think just before that, there was a uh, rare moment of uh, self-awareness among the uh, among the feminists. And uh, one of them said, I, th- "I think when the uh, when the video of their rape song was like going viral or whatever, uh, one of them said, uh, we're not inspiring people. We're pissing people off.' And I'm like, "Yeah, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Now stop it." And my hmm, I don't know how well received my next note will be, but I'll say it. Uh, So the difference with this versus the first one is that these girls deserve it. (laughs) Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Like, they're not likable at all. And then I wrote... They're the the protagonists, and they're the people I hate the most in the movie. And, And then I wrote... I would join this frat. <laughs> cool frat. I'm not a frat guy, but I would join this frat. Yeah, I'd be a frat guy for this. If there was a black magic frat, I'd <laughs> a probably black join. Magic it. frat? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, they they get they they force the cuck to they, do to they, join. There's like a big like blowout brawl. They with, storm like, the capital. They storm the capital. Uh, which brings me to my last note, which is about that. These girls wouldn't have won that fight if there were a hundred of them and they had guns <laughs> that was too, <laughs> that was too even a fight yeah. i mean like ultimately what the black goo makes you more like it's like steroids i think it's like it, rape steroids it like ra- rape, rape and murder steroids so you're telling me that a like five foot two nerdy nerdy unathletic uncoordinated woman in high jeans with who can't find her diva cup with like <laughs> i don't know a, a stick yeah can beat uh, like can like murder a, a super rapist a like super rapist. that doesn't like it yeah yeah i just wrote this movie set women's empowerment back 70 years <laughs> for me I agree. Like, I can no longer look at women the same because of this movie. <laughs> I want to. I'd love to. But I can't. Yeah. This movie did it. <laughs> 
And there's your Black Christmas. There's your Black Xmases. And I guess... Not to be confused with the good Black Xmas. 2006 or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the end of part one. Uh... I'm glad we were less optimistic this time that we could do it well, in one, one of us was optimistic one of us the other one's a, a realist more. one of us lives in reality uh so yeah we'll see you tomorrow or on another time <laughs>